0: Tailing, so
1: This is Anime is for Jerks, and this month we are talking about Odd Taxi, uh, directed by Baku Kinosta and produced by OLM and Pix. Uh, Alex, did you like the show?
2: So, funny thing, for almost the majority, almost all of the show, I was very of two minds about it, and then those last ten seconds made me realize it's great.
1: Interesting. I have kind of the opposite feeling. Really, I I was loving every single second. I still it's worth noting. I do think it's great. I think it's amazing. I think Madoka came out in 2011, so I think this is safely the best anime made in the last 10 years Uh, (laughs) that I've that I've seen. I can't think of anything else made in the last 10 years that could even remotely come close to this. Um, But the ending, the ending is a little corny
2: corny it's it's mine oh, okay. well the, the 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 second half of the last yeah okay okay so i i i think i see what you're coming from i thought the like second half of the finale was corny but then what last the very,
1: oh okay so the the taxi bit yeah yeah okay yeah i thought that twist I don't understand that twist. I don't okay. I don't know what it means. Like I, I like I know literally what happened, but I don't understand what it means or what I could be expected to extract from it. Uh, okay,
2: I have thoughts about it.
1: Okay, so let's get into it. Uh, uh so yeah, so this is a it's a show about talking animals. Um uh, my first thought when I started watching the show was that it was like Zootopia or Beastars, but good. <laughs> and then the more that I watched, the opinion that I gradually came to was that it was Tokyo Godfathers, but good.
2: Yeah, I can see that.
1: Um, and and I will. I hope to elucidate why. Um, but yes. Uh. So yeah. So our our protagonist is is a walrus. Uh, he's a walrus taxi driver named Odokawa. Um, and he yeah like we we meet him sleeping in his taxi um and he's listening to this radio show with just two terrible comedians just a (laughs) terrible fucking manzai act uh who who suck and are constantly berating each other on air um they're great, and they become i mean
2: yeah like they're they're like their best bits are when they're not yes, like, exactly trying to be funny, but like are just getting exasperated with each other yeah
1: i so i had i'm very frustrated because i i so I have screenshots of this show for the first like episode, and then when I started watching episode two, v l c mysteriously stopped letting me take screenshots, not just of this show but of uh- anything um and then well, you can take
2: screenshots from within vlc yeah
1: how do you oh, take screenshots
2: the windows snipping tool <laughs> that's just so
1: much effort i know i just <laughs> <laughs> no yeah you, when uh, you can set a screenshot hotkey Mine is f12 and i christ. can just push f12 whenever i want
2: christ uh, what have i been doing all my life
1: i know that explains why you take so few screenshots i take hundreds of screenshots yeah. um yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. so easy um but VLC stopped letting me take screenshots, and I wasn't going to use the sleeping tool like a barbarian. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I, so I just watched like four, four or five episodes without being able to take screenshots, and then VLC started crashing on me constantly, oh like two thirds of the way through an episode. So I, just, I, I, I tried to downgrade VLC version to try to get the features back, and it didn't work. But, VLC. This was all I was doing today, and then uh, I had to fucking use fucking uh, MVP. Uh, or oh MPs, M- MBO or whatever whatever the fuck it's called. M-
2: MPV? MPV.
1: MPV. MP- I had to use fucking... I had to download and figure out how to use MPV. Uh, Incredible. Although Incredible. MPV does have a really handy feature that VLC doesn't have, which is that... Uh, so it has a screenshot hotkey as well. You can just push S. And then it also has... Uh, you can hold Shift and S, and it will take a screenshot without the subtitles, which is extremely handy. What? So I may That's actually clever. just use MP- uh, MPV uh for uh for everything now uh because vlc Uh, is garbage yes
2: bizarre like applications and subtitle handling i was making i was taking clips of a of a of a different anime and uh, the different anime you're talking
1: about is birdie wing i should say (laughs) i was
2: yeah i was watching birdie wing it is one of the most deranged anime i've seen in a hot minute like
1: I'm kind of mad we didn't watch that for the podcast, cause, but it I, would it would just be us recounting the plot with yeah,
2: it's like there's not a lot of depth to it. It's just insane. Yeah, it's obviously
1: just, it's super shallow, but like
2: Uh, a a, a a underground. Imagine the content. Illegal golfer from the uh who 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 who's <laughs> meets meets is is rich girl professional golfer and they fall in love and it's anyway um. This birdie wing is not the subject of this of this no. podcast although you should watch it um so I was think I was making like clips and in order to get the subtitles in the in the clip originally because I was lazy um and f fmpeg is confusing, I was just opening up o b s running it through there and then and then sneaking up a bit, but then I was like, this is silly I'm gonna actually look up how to do the fmpeg c l i uh to to burn subtitles into a snippet that you grab out of the thing and it's insane like by default the timestamp um shift if you want to like begin five
1: you know a bunch of like weirdo new wave guys who would you know just record in a room full of tinfoil um (laughs) and but one of these pieces of music is a song uh called dog police by the band Dog Police, off the album Dog Police.
3: Dog police where are you coming from? Dog police, do
1: you And I I swear to God that the the synth fill before the hook in that mystery kiss song is a direct reference to Dog Police by Dog Police. It sounds exactly like the hook melody in Dog Police by Dog Police. I don't know if anybody in Japan knows what Dog Police by Dog Police is. I don't know if anybody would have any reason to do that. It's a simple melody, so it's completely possible. But this show has Dog Police in it.
2: Well, they're meerkat, I think.
1: No, they're dogs.
2: Wikipedia says meerkats. Wikipedia says meerkat. They're meerkats. Uh, They're clearly dogs. I I mean yeah, like Wikipedia could just be making shit up. I'm not sure. Uh, they do describe. It does describe them as meerkats.
1: I was under the impression the entire time that they were dogs.
2: I'm pri- I didn't really think about their their species.
1: I need to see what they look like because they look yeah. like dogs let me look through my screenshots and see if i have a picture of them
2: like i think they were the one they were the one set of characters who i didn't really like ponder which animal they were i didn't ponder it because i was like they're they're dogs i just they're just cops
1: (laughs) yeah they're just cops well they're dog police well wikipedia is lying and they're clearly they're clearly dog police to make my conspiracy theory work That's, Uh, that's fine yeah i'm fucking looking at them. that's a dog that's a goddamn! I'm looking at I'm I'm looking at a picture of them, and I'm looking at a picture of a meerkat. They don't look at anything <laughs> like a meerkat. They look like dogs.
2: Yeah, the ears uh, are definitely dog. Those are dog ears, I, and what's I up can with the eyes? What, I, can, you, I mean, look. I'm looking at the Wikipedia. I'm looking at a picture of meerkats. Meerkat. They've got they've got those little they've got those little um those little eye um patterns do so they? i can kind i kind of see the, the oh yeah thing. they do have the Getting big okay
1: it. i'm looking at another picture of a meerkat but the, they don't look like meerkats they look like dogs they if they're supposed to be meerkats you did a bad job of drawing a meerkat you drew a dog i'm afraid to say i'm sorry to say i was gonna compliment how good this show looks because it looks amazing it has a, uh, an incredible visual style to it uh, but yeah. I retract it because you tried to draw a meerkat and you drew you drew two dogs.
2: <sighs> damn, damn.
1: So Rough stuff. Everything's lost. Anyway, go listen to Dog Police by Dog Police. But actually, just listen to the hook of Dog Police by Dog Police because the verses are t- are painfully unfunny.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, like the, like, the, like our comedians.
1: Yes, like our comedians. So yeah, so we we meet this this hippo, uh, and he's he's like. This hippo, hes like a college student, and he—he he just desperately wants to go viral. Um, uh, he's
2: yeah, he's so embarrassed. He's so
1: sweaty, um, and it, it like. This is what I realized I was gonna love this show was during this whole conversation because, like, what what this show does so well. The other show that I would compare it to, I've compared it to Beastars stars and stuff. The other ver- show that this is very much like is BoJack Horseman, um, which is also about I, a forty-something uh, miserable asshole.
2: Yeah, uh, that, ex- that that explains why I think you liked it for the most part more than I did.
1: Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, the show it and it it, it captures this specific sort of bleakness of modern existence in a way that i think is very funny um this show has like because like it's it's such an interesting genre fusion where it's like this like thriller mystery show that is also very very funny um (laughs) and yeah, it's it's something that I haven't really... I haven't seen anything really ever strike exactly this tone before. Um, and it, it, like, it manages to pull it off and be just a show that uses that thriller plot about, like, in order to be about, like, interconnectedness and humanity in the modern world. Um mm-hmm. And and it's really good. So yeah. So this guy, this this hippo, he wants to uh, he wants to go viral. Um, and he spends a bunch of time talking with uh, with Otokawa about about what kinds of uh, what kinds of posts go viral. Uh, where he, he yeah he's talking about like uh, you know Otokawa asks him like what kind of posts go viral and he's like posts that make people laugh, emotional posts, refreshing posts about poetic justice, also posts about foreigners' perspectives on gender in Japan. Uh, and he reads like <laughs> this this fake tweet um re- he reads he reads this tweet this is a, a highly realistic tweet this says the other day i overheard this conversation take place at the table next to me while working on a manuscript at starbucks and person a says man i don't want to go to the dentist and person b, person b says having a lot of cavities is an indication that you're loved it means your parents fed you mouth to mouth or shared a spoon with you when you were a kid and person a says seriously and person b says by the way i have zero cavities um <laughs> uh. And then Otokawa is immediate. Like it's unnecessary to show off that they're creative by saying they were writing a manuscript. Plus, you can practically hear them say, "Not only did I witness this amusing scene, but my retelling of it is so pithy. How great is my taste?" <laughs> uh, o- Od- Odokawa's great. Uh, he he takes absolutely zero bullshit. Um, but yeah, and then they get they get pulled over by the dog police, who are definitely dogs and not mere cats. Um, and eventually eventually they talk they're talking about posting and, and uh Kabasawa, who's the, the hippo, he decides that he's gonna go viral or make a post uh where he's gonna take a a selfie with Odokawa and then he like makes up a story to go along with the post. And it, it blows up on, on uh on the, the internet, but it turns out that the reason why it blows up is because there's a a criminal monkey in the background. <coughs> Dobu, Dobu, yes. So there's this monkey criminal. He's got a great jacket. He's got a he he, does. his He's jacket early. whips ass. He, um, he has, yeah, he
2: has the best. Uh, uh, he, wh- how do, what do they call it? Drip.
1: Yeah, he has he has the most drip. Although fucking, uh, what's his name? Mystery Kiss guy who wins the lottery. His drip is also kind of good. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. But yeah, and so then um, we see Otokala. He's at the doctor um uh his doctor is a gorilla named Goriki, um and and uh his doctor has a nurse who is an alpaca her name is shirakawa and uh we we learned that odakawa is seeing the doctor about uh having trouble sleeping
2: um let's see i'm looking at the plot somewhere yeah Yeah. shirakawa studies kapalata
1: yes she said he's got well this this scene where they're talking in the in the office is incredibly funny because like uh they're taught they one of them brings up otakawa i I think brings up like listening to something on a cassette tape and goriki is like kids these days don't know what those are they don't know how to rewind them and Otokawa is like uh you know drop the generation war bullshit (laughs)
0: yeah you know he's like
1: he's like we've never touched one we know about phonographs and telephone magnetos they're in movies and stuff um and then they and then they this is the most they talk about uh we are the world and this is the most i've ever heard anime characters talk about Bruce Springsteen. Look <laughs> fucking Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. They, they talk about Bruce Springsteen a lot. They say like Bruce Calli- Springsteen's name an astonishing amount.
2: It's like that Kevin Hobb episode. Calvin Hobb strip where Hobbs is just like, I just oh, like the word smock I just smark, like saying smark, 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 I just smark.
1: like yeah, I just like saying the word Springsteen. I just like saying Bruce Springsteen. Um um, oh yeah, also, uh... Right, because the the Otakawa co- gets pulled over by the cops, and they ask him if he knows where a guy named Dobu is, and Odokawa's like, no. And then we see Otokawa talking to something uh, in his closet.
2: Oh, right.
1: This is the, the... This is the the Chekhov's gun of all Chekhov's guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is Chekhov's closet. So yeah, so
2: very early on um like we learned that there is a missing girl.
1: Yes, somebody has gone and, missing and the last person to see her alive was Odokala. Uh,
2: like like we it's all it's all very kind of um it's like everyone else says like oh I heard she she was in your taxi. Yeah. Uh and so it's all kind of Rumor and speculation swirling around him, yeah and then uh, and so we never like he never really says anything about it until like at least at the beginning, so it kind of like um, it does it it like it does make you wonder if, if yeah he he's hiding something, and then there's something in his in his uh closet in which he talks to, and at one point he says like uh, you can leave whenever you want, you know,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, it's it's interesting. You get I, it, later on. I got the sense. It, it, <laughs> I almost got the sense from Onikala that he didn't know if he'd done it, and he was really <laughs> hoping he hadn't.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. Like, um, like he de- like there's definitely a sense. Like it, be it, by by doing it like that, by having like everyone talking kind of about him and having it kind of like his perspective be a little like removed almost from the like a lot of the the exposition it 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 does make it like seem possible yeah. that uh either either that either he doesn't know himself what he's been doing or that there's a sort of like not quite an unreliable narrative thing going on but a um Kind of a deceptive narrative frame where yeah. like we we treat him as the protagonist where where it might later be revealed. I was that like, like the near antagonist. the end I was like
1: so sure they were gonna pull that card because Goriki starts investigating Odokawa's like mental state. And it's such a br- right. it's such a brilliant move because they really it really like hammers in, like it really does start to make you think like, did Odokawa do something that even he doesn't know about? Right. Like Right, right. It's it's really good um it's it's really amazing um yes so after that um we're at the uh oh right uh daimon who's one of the older the older cop dog um he see he like confronts odakawa outside uh of the doctor's office and is like you know you're basically they have a conversation about his dash cam data um and about the investigation and they're like, well, you're the last, you're probably the last person who saw her alive. Like she's going to be on your dash cam. And he like, he like, you know, pressures him into giving up the SD card on the dash cam. Um, and then, and then is like, don't tell anybody that I asked you for this. Um, and so then we, later we, we, we meet uh Kakihana who is a, a dirt bag
2: monkey yeah, he's he's the most pathetic. He's the most pathetic kid. loser.
1: I love him. He's such a dirtbag.
2: Like, he's such he's a just, freaking weirdo scumbag. Big, yeah, he's just the biggest loser.
1: He's such he's such a loser. Um, and he's talking about how like he he can't find a girlfriend and how there's there's no market for guys like us in the marriage market. Our specs. <laughs> our, there's no there's no there's no demand for guys with our specs. Uh, and so then he just he just lies on his dating profile and says that he makes like twenty million yen a year. Um, and then he has a college education from uh, Tokyo University. Um, and he gets this he gets he gets a like. From a girl uh, Named Shio uh, who, who is catch. 18 years old um, And he he like loses he his is, mind he is,
2: for, he is 41 He is 41
1: years clear. old He is a 41 year old monkey um, And Otokawa is like Dude you're being catfished <laughs> And he, Kakiato does not Does not believe this Refuses to acknowledge the possibility Uh, that he's being catfished It it basically directly confronts it And is like, I don't care If I'm being catfished
2: (laughs) Pretty much, yeah
1: Yeah, uh, like if I I am going to ride this out And I'm gonna ride out the belief That this girl is interested in me As long as it possibly can go (laughs) Um, so then after that, uh, Odakawa goes back to work, um, and he picks up Shirakawa, uh, and then we see, uh, Daimon is in cahoots with Dobu, uh, because we see, like, a, a cutaway where Daimon hands the SD card with the, the dashcam data over to Dobu, and then the episode ends. Um, yes, the other thing that we learn in this episode... I believe it's in this episode that Goriki gets a call about the fact that drugs are being stolen from his clinic um, um, right and then Shirakawa gets into the taxi right so like it's it's pretty clear like the visual implication is pretty clear that Shirakawa is stealing those pills then um, yeah. I don't have any screenshots until like episode seven. Um, oh wow yes it broke yeah cause it broke. Right? Yeah, cause it broke. Um, <laughs> oh no oh no so yes so in episode two um Shirokawa is like pretty clearly trying to get closer to Odakawa and Odakawa is like why are you interested in me why do you want to talk to me why do you want to hang out with me I'm just some walrus who, hang- who goes to your boss for sleeping pills uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a walrus who forgot how to sleep <laughs> what do you want with me um, but yes, uh, and then this is where we meet the girls from Mystery Kiss, who are the idol group trio who wrote that song that definitely, totally references Dog Police by Dog Police. Um, uh, and, um, yeah, so there's, uh, so their, their lead singer is this, this cute little dog, um. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, and she, um. You know she's uh, upset about how, or she's frustrated with how how progress is going with getting the the with getting Mystery Kiss more attention. And this is also where we meet uh, Imai, who is the the Mystery Kiss super fan, who's the who has the second most drip in this show. Um, uh, and and Imai has been like a, has been like a Mystery Kiss fan. He was like one of the five guys in the audience at their first concert. This is this whole that. Whole thing is mind blowing to me. The notion that that like that an idol group would have a concert for five people, <laughs> like everybody need- who's been in a band or knows anybody who's been in a band knows people who've played concerts for five people. But like the notion that like an idol group would like work its way up from playing for five <laughs> people, and then like they're in. I just I like this is the this is the the way I am. It's like I need to know everything about like the logistics behind everything like and like the 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 machinations and material like means of production behind like producing an idol concert for a room full of nobody like why (laughs) what does anybody get out of that why would why would the idol grapes management throw that concert knowing that nobody was going to show up and then secondly why would the venue have them
2: was it was it a thing where there were like multiple like like early groups just kind of like I think there were, but then why like were there only five people almost. there? They might, I guess, they might filter in and out. P-
1: possibly, mm. it, it's like it's one of those that it's the it's the thing that made the least sense to me in this <laughs> show, and uh, like I, I I need to know if any of you know about the production machinations of idol groups. I want you to email me, animationproductive.gmail.com, and tell me what this is. Because I honestly don't really know. Like, I assumed, like, idol groups are, like, the you know, the Japanese equivalent of, like, you know, girl groups or boy bands. You know, like, the Backstreet Boys, the Spice Girls, or whatever. Like, and those, they never had to, like, slum it in, like, tiny, you know, venues playing for ten people who weren't paying attention to them. Like, they, because they they're associated with a big company and, like, a big music production to-do... Like they get to just like shortcut directly to people knowing who they are because they have an advertising budget. But I don't know if that's true of idol groups. I don't know if that's if there are these kinds of like small time idol groups trying to like pull off the image of being an idol group while nobody gives a shit about them.
2: <laughs>
1: I don't like that's fascinating to me if that's a thing um to gmail dot com anyway, uh. <laughs> But yes, uh, so then Otokawa picks up Imai after the concert, uh, and the meet-and-greet, um, and gets in, and they, they talk about, they talk about Mystery Kiss, um, uh, and I, I don't remember, like, all the details of this conversation, but I do remember that it ends with, <laughs> right, Imai is talking about how he keeps playing the lottery because he wants to win the lottery so he can buy the whole run of Mystery Kiss CDs, um, and he is like, he like spends all of his money on lottery tickets. And is like, I, I'm sorry, I don't have the money for the cab fare. Like, beca- and then he, he, he Orokawa, like, drops him off at a convenience store, and he immediately goes in and buys some more lottery tickets, because he asks Odakawa, hey, what numbers should I play? And Orokawa just, like, pulls some numbers off of, like, the phone screen that he's looking at, which has the tweet on it that, uh, the fucking, what's his name, uh, Kabasawa made uh oh,
2: that, where dobu yeah where dobu appears in the, in the, the background selfie. he was looking
1: at that tweet and then he just pulled some random numbers off of the screen that he was looking at and gave him to imai um and then we learned that i think in the next episode that imai wins a billion yen in the lottery uh <laughs> from numbers. from those yeah. n- with those numbers um it's like there's a certain kind of texture that this has it with that sort of like it has a very like Coincidence-driven plot, and that's really yeah, that's yeah. really what uh, made me compare it to Tokyo Godfathers. And I think in Tokyo, uh, Go- and I think yeah. in Tokyo Godfathers, I talked about some other stuff that that was similar to. You brought up uh, it's a mad, 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 mad world, uh, yeah, <laughs> and and like there's definitely other stuff that I feel like has this sort of energy, but I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it it feels like a very, it's almost a very sort of like old school, old timey, sort of nostalgic kind of feeling for a plot to have this sort of like tightly knit, like coincidence driven plot where you have like a bunch of different plot threads that all intersect. The other thing that it reminds me of is uh, 428 Shibuya Scramble, Uh, Uh, which is totally that. Um, Yeah,
2: yeah. Funnily enough, like when you were talking about kind of the tonal kind of balance between the, like the, like the little comedic beats and the overarching kind of melancholy, Um funnily enough, the movie in Bruges is kind of similar, uh, because it's about, uh, a pair of hitmen who, like, are sent to Bruges after a, a job gone wrong where the younger one accidentally kills a child and is, like, basically at least once tries to kill himself over it, Um, and kind of has to learn how to live with himself. Uh, And then, um, like, I forget who they get into trouble with, but then there's a bunch of bumping into each other in Bruges and a lot of, like, um, kind of similar, like, intertwining little little threads
1: I've never mm-hmm. seen In Bruges but that you're talking about uh, a movie with that tone that involves hitmen uh, Leon the Professional
2: hey. that is a movie that
1: is very. it's it has a lot of very violent content and it's a you know R-rated movie about a hitman and there's a lot of violence and gore and shooting and stuff like that but it's fundamentally a very funny movie about a hitman who drinks way too much milk and adopts a 13 <laughs> year old
2: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: you know like like it it has that same sort of thing it's it's a it's a tone that would
2: pr- be, be a fun pair of movies to watch kind of
1: imbrewing on the professional yeah. there's a movie they did a film adaptation of odd taxi as well um
2: uh, yeah i'm looking at the wikipedia uh,
1: yeah uh which is I, interesting you could t- like I, i'm curious how
2: much just, they had to cut out.
1: how much they had to cut out yeah like how you would fit this story into a into a single movie because like one thing about the show is that it's it's incredibly paced like i was never bored when watching it like today i had to watch uh like five or six episodes in a row and i was normally i hate that shit i find it so tedious but i was i was captivated the entire time because it's just it's like the pace is so relentless and it just, like, sort of keeps giving, feeding you new, interesting information. And every single time that you think that you understand what's going on, they show you some new thing where it's like, oh, you, you, what, you, you think you understand this story? You have not yet begun to understand this story. <laughs> uh,
3: it's really yeah. good. Um, yeah, last
2: night I watched, like, three or four just, like, right in a row. Um, yeah. I was up to like, one or two because I was like, oh, let's, 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 let's do this.
1: Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so then uh, Imai gets out of the cab without paying. The other thing is that a bunch of... This is when I started to notice this, and I noticed this a bunch of times, which is a bunch of characters got out of the taxi without closing the door.
2: And then, yeah, it just kind of closes by itself. Yeah, and I don't know... I noticed that, too. Yeah, because what Uh, I, what
1: uh. I, yeah, like, I I noticed that a bunch of, a bunch of times that I'm like, because every time I saw it, I was like, is Otakala gonna just have to, like, lean backwards and, like, close the door for him? That's gotta be a pain in the ass every time. Do, do people in Japan not have manners?
2: (laughs) Like, come on! You close the door of the taxi. At least or, you can or, do. Or did they have a fancy self-closing door?
1: Yeah, that was the thing that I can that I I thought about. I, w- I was gonna say that there there was a bit where it looked like he opened the door automatically from the front, but he doesn't. That he pops the trunk uh, at one at one point. Uh, but for for a moment, I thought I was going to get the I was I was going to get it in because like the other thing is that in the U.S., I don't know how common this was a long time ago. Uh, I only know, like, as far as long as I've been alive in the U.S., or I guess specifically in New York City, uh, yellow cabs usually have a divider between the front and the back. So if you were in the front, you wouldn't be able Mm. to lean back and close the door. You'd have to get out of the car. Whereas uh, Otakala's taxi, he could theoretically lean back and grab the door. Um, I I think at least in New York City, New York cabs have usually had that divider, uh up because it's New York City and otherwise you're gonna get robbed at gunpoint or vomited on or both. Um <laughs> Robbed
2: at vomit point. <laughs>
1: robbed at vomit point. Um anyway, next uh Otakawa picks up uh the terrible comedians from the radio. um yeah. who are their their duo their manzai duo name is uh uh, homo homo sapiens. sapiens. Homo sapiens. Um, this is another interesting thing I learned about this some years ago, which is that like stand-up comedy in Japan is pretty much exclusively manzai, which is like double act stand-up comedy, um, which is ju- just not a thing in the US. Um, yeah. It's and it's, it's really interesting. Like I don't know, and I've I've watched some monzai stuff, and I haven't really enjoyed most of it, like the stuff that I've seen that's really popular, and I don't know if it comes off as old-timey because, like, the whole double-act shtick comes off as old-timey because, like, in the U.S., like, that stuff is just, you know, it's Abbott and Costello kind of stuff from, like, a hundred years ago. Um... (laughs) You know, and then the other thing, there is a really cool, like, sort of proto stand-up comedy from Japan called uh, Rakugo, which is a kind of, and this is, like, ancient, it's, like, hundreds of years old, and it would be, like, you would just sort of, like, kneel on stage, and one guy would tell one guy will tell like a long comedic story with a bunch of different characters and playing the parts of all these different characters by using nothing. But like, he has like a small, like hand fan and a washcloth and he uses those (laughs) as props and like tilts his head around and uses different tones of voice to indicate different characters. And it's this whole like comic theater tradition in Japan, um, that like predates Western standard up -up comedy by several hundred years. Um, and that stuff is really cool. Uh, but yes, so they, so Homo Sapiens gets into, into the cab, um, and they, they're, they're yelling at each other. They're, they're yelling and fighting and screaming and punching, um, and Otokawa I think otokawa like, like, talks to them and is like, I listen to you guys on the radio all the time. And then there's this, like, moment where, he, like, they're trying to, like, dance around the facts slash explain that he doesn't listen to them because he thinks they're funny on purpose. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know because like yeah. when, when Shirakawa is in the car at the beginning of the episode Shirakawa asks him like why do you listen to this like because like, like he has it on the radio and she's like can you turn that off it's weird <laughs> and he's like sorry I just sort of got into listening to it like i listened to it by accident one day and i find it bizarrely compelling um and it is like like i would listen to that on the radio just like two guys with their comedic partnerships slowly disintegrating in front of you (laughs) it's like while they just read like the most scathing savage hate mail (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah because they, they end up they end up doing a bit in his taxi just by like yeah just by sniping at each other
1: yeah they're uh, it's really he, he good
2: just, yeah and he just starts laughing
1: yeah um but yeah and then uh the episode ends uh right uh and then uh baba who's like this tall he's a horse he's a horseman he's, uh straight man. he's some kind of bojack horseman uh, <laughs> <laughs> um um and yeah he's the straight man in the duo um and then, uh he gets a phone call where they're like we want you to be on a daytime show where you ask people what they're eating for lunch uh, <laughs> and, and they and then they're and then he's like oh that's great and they're like you're doing it alone we don't want we don't want the other guy um, Oh, shibagaki uh so yeah so they get dropped off uh and then Another guy gets into the cab and what do you know, it's Dobu, the monkey of crime.
2: <sighs> what do you know?
1: Uh and he pulls out a gun and plays it at Otokala, which I should just say, you don't need to do that to get taxi drivers to go where you want them to. They you pay that's why you pay them. There it's literally their job to drive you where where you wanna go. You don't need to aim a gun. <laughs> Uh and the the next episode starts with one of the funniest bits. I was I was screaming laughing at this bit where uh Kakehana is like sitting in a massage chair <laughs> next to this like big like uh tapir A uh, guy and he the <laughs> the tapir just starts talking and is like, hey and it's like talking about like, you know, this, this, uh, the, you know, the, the Nerima missing persons case, you know, they thought that taxi driver did it, you know, you know who the taxi driver's name. Okay. Uh, I need you to investigate this. Um, you know, and then, and then like, Kayana's Ka- like freaking out cause he's like, why do you want me to investigate this murder? And then it turns out that the Tapir is on the phone. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the entire. Is it
2: Tapir or, t- or
1: Tapir? Uh, I always say Tapir. Uh, mm. but
2: uh, yeah, it's it's really funny because like, yeah, Kakehana like responds like, "Oh, you mean Otokawa? Oh, yeah. yes, Otokawa." And the only uh, reason he,
1: why the the top doesn't hear him is because uh, he has his like he has his like earbuds in, yeah, and yeah he's yeah, talking yeah, 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 yeah. through the microphone. <laughs> uh, it's really it's incr it's an incredibly good bit. and like the all the like animation of like the facial expressions and stuff like that in this show is so, so, so good. they get so much mileage out of otokawa's face in particular, like he has. Surprise, like because he's a walrus, he has a relatively inexpressive face, but they get a ton out of him, and you can always like yeah. see on like his the face, eyes, yeah.
2: And then, like, the number of sweat drops, yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> they get so much mileage out of just like the movement of his eyes and like very subtle changes in in, in his face and his eyes, and they're just like drawing more and more beads of sweat on his head. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good it's re- every yeah, time he's yeah. on screen is so it he's just the show is so visually funny um yeah it's brilliant um so yeah so dobu uh is like ho- uh, pointing the gun at him and is like oh you know if you don't tell me information about uh you know this this missing girl you know, I'm I'm gonna kill you. And Otoka like, I really don't care if I die. Uh, and then it's like, okay, I'll hurt somebody that you care about. What about what about Kakiata? And then Otoka like, I think he'd be better off dead too.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, oh, then then um, he has a little like panic switch on his in his car, right? Yes. Uh, is is this when he ha- it's yeah. when he gets Um, yeah
1: because he so like he reaches under his dash and it it like turns on a light on the back of his car that says sos which is like a thing that taxi drivers have so that they can signal that they're being held at gunpoint um and he um yeah so he's so now he's driving around and they're talking talking to dobu about this and then dobu realizes oh i can get to you with with shirakawa um Pretty you know, the pretty little alpaca um Paca. alpaca um and so finally odokawa agrees to play along because Dobu. what dobu wants from odokawa is if anybody tries to get your dash cam data um i want you to tell me and definitely don't give it to them um and yeah, Odok- it's
2: not like he, it's not like he can <laughs> yeah dobu already has it. yes
1: um but like if anybody else wants it
2: Oh, yeah. So this, so this thing where, yeah, where, where Dobu is talking about how he's investigating it for his boss. Um, and I, so, so there's a, at some point, um, like, uh, Orokawa asks if he's gone through, gone through it. And I forget if he has or not at first, but then he says something about how he can't let his boss know that he has it.
1: Yeah. There's some kind of, so what's up with that? I don't remember I, I wish I had screenshots of the whole thing because it made sense to me when when I was watching it, but now that it's been <laughs> a few days since I watched that episode and the plot moved on and it becomes yeah. less important. I don't yeah, remember I, I, all of the details, but I do remember it does make sense because he has so like the whole like structure is that like he's working for the top here um that we saw in the sauna. Um and then there's another guy who we'll meet later and is a real character, it's uh, ridiculous. a real, a real type, a whole type of guy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, 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 a limited run one of one guy. Um, and he uh and and like they're rivals because they're trying to bring in different amount they're bringing different amounts of money to the boss, you know, and so they're both like running various criminal rackets, but like dobu is like dobu is like selling drugs to make the money, and like the other guy is running what they refer to as a badger game, and I have no idea what that is. I meant to google it
2: it it's i mean it's it's it it appears to be some
1: kind of catfishing scheme
2: uh, it can be more. It can be more broad in terms of the the ba- various kind of extortion. Yes. And blackmail. The badger
1: game is an extortion scheme or confidence trick in which the victims are tricked into compromising positions in order to make them vulnerable to blackmail. Its name is derived from the practice of badger baiting. The trick was particularly effective in the 19th and early 20th centuries when famous social attitudes when to- when social attitudes towards adultery were much harsher. A famous person known to have been victimized by the scheme was the first United States Secretary of the Treasury Alexander Hamilton, whose Adulterous affair with Maria Reynolds was used By her husband to extort money and information From him Fantastic. Okay I'd never heard that term For it Yeah so he's running he's running this sort of He's running a catfishing scheme uh, Which which for some reason Dobu is like and Is like oh he's he's getting his money A, a much more legitimate way by Catfishing 41 year old men on tinder Uh <laughs>
2: yeah that's the that's the that's the real uh, high class
1: that's the real market. the real high class money is 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 in is in the catfishing industry um so then Odokala uh he realizes so he just agreed to meet up with shirakawa in the park uh and he drives there as quickly as possible and he almost hits somebody and that person oh, yeah. that person will become very important uh, but this person, he like, he's like, he's standing in the middle of the street, and the taxi comes by too fast, and he can't get out of the way, and then he almost gets hit, and he drops his phone, and that's all we see until the next, until the following episode, <laughs> yeah. is we just see, oh, this guy, but like because it's this show, you see that, and it's like, oh, that's gonna come back later, and boy, <laughs> howdy, does it come back?
2: Before we go to episode four, so Dobu, um. Presumably, Shirakawa has told him that. Um, we learn that they have a connection later. Presumably, uh, she told him that she she has gotten closer to Odakawa and he yes, and and that's how he, he is able to threaten Odakawa Yeah, uh, by saying I'll hurt Shirakawa. But um, why does she approach him in the first place?
1: Um, like, I think she she says why um, later she says i forget exactly what it is that she says but she because dobu is like involved in the scheme and she's like helping him with his schemes i think she gets close to otokawa to help dobu at first
2: okay so so dobu is like i okay so so it, it all comes back to the to um the dash can yes and he's like get close to odokawa so that i can threaten
1: yeah you well i think <laughs> okay. i think I, okay. it's not like the, i don't think he's thinking that far ahead i think he's like i want you to investigate Otokawa and figure out what what he's thinking oh, okay. and then okay. when tobu okay. can't get okay. the information that he wants that way he decides to got to, got to, got it, to do it, it. it with leverage that makes sense yeah okay um uh, so then uh, Odakala goes to the park and meets up with Shirakawa, and is like, why? And continues to interrogate her as to why she wants to hang out with him. Um,
2: and then... And then she demonstrates Capoeira. Yes,
1: she demonstrates, because like, he's like, I don't think you want to be around me, because I got things some, are, I got some real Yakuza-type guys right? after me, is I think what he says. Um, and... Yeah, he um, so yeah, he 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 he, and she's like, "Oh, I can I can defend myself. I I know capoeira." Um, and he's like, "What do you? Why did you? Why do you know that?" And she's like, "Well, I got into it to lose weight." And he's like, "Well, if you got into it to lose weight, it's not real." Um, she, <laughs> he describes, and then she, there's this specific like capoeira theme music that plays when she gets yeah, she, into the capoeira stand. She,
2: she just gets up and starts doing the, doing this little her little like. Uh fighting game idol animation. Yeah. And there's this
1: <laughs> music that plays <laughs> the capoeira music. The it's, capoeira
2: real,
1: it's very good. Um Yeah, and then late, uh after that Kakihana goes on a date with Shiho for the first time. Um and and they they meet in the rain and Kakihana sees sees nothing wrong with the fact that Shiho is standing silhouetted. I was sure he was gonna get got. At that moment, I was <laughs> sure that he was just going to be put into a sack and thrown into the river immediately. Um, but no, instead we see two other guys in the background who we'll meet later. Um,
2: but yeah, I think we've already met, we've already met one of them, right? Because
1: um, it's it's the. What, who's watching them is the polar bear and the, the mystery kiss manager yes okay um, I don't think we've met it? I don't think we've actually maybe we've seen the mystery Are kiss manager in the background of of a, of a shot or something like that or, we've, or he's spoken a few lines have uh,
2: they not taken a ride in the cab yet no yeah
1: no that happens later
2: oh okay
1: that happens later because that has to happen after Dobu Asks right. Odo because he asked for the dashcam footage, and that right. has to happen right. after right. Dobu right. 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 tells otokawa not to give anybody the dashcam footage. Um, so yeah, yeah. so okay. then
2: episode, episode, yeah, episode
1: five, so episode four begins with uh, this cat named Tanaka, who is who who tells you his entire life story, which is that <laughs> as a child he, when he was in fifth grade, he was obsessed with uh he he was into collecting uh novelty erasers, and he was into this not because other kids were into it but because there was one other he he had no particularly notable qualities and there was one other kid who had erasers that his parents would buy him when they went on business trips. And he would show them off, and everybody was impressed by his erasers. And so Tanaka came to the conclusion that he would be more likable if he had a, if he had cool erasers. And he also already owned an eraser, uh, which was a uh, a dodo, and he really liked that because he really liked birds. Um, and he, he tells this whole long story. It takes, it takes a really long time, but it's, it, it's every,
2: ridiculous. every
1: step of it is very funny. Like it doesn't, it doesn't drag or anything like that. It's just, it just goes off. Like when, once you realize where it's going and like, once it lands, it's like the most, it's like, it's a real shaggy dog story kind of thing. Um. You know, like like one of one of my one of my favorite jokes is this one about I've told this joke on stream before, and I actually several people in the chat had not heard it and 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 got very mad at me when I was done. Uh, which is, is this joke about a guy who visits a uh a monastery and in like the in like a rainstorm and spends the night and then in in the middle of the night hears a very loud and mysterious sound, and when he uh, wakes up in the morning and has breakfast, he asks the other monks, he's like, hey, what's up with that sound? And they're like, well, we can't tell you because you're not a monk. Um, and then you can, the thing is, is that you stretch this story out for as long as you want. You it, you stretch this story out for for many, many—I I have told this joke for, like, upwards of a half an hour, 45 minutes before, where you just—because you can just add additional steps to the process of him coming back to the monastery, deciding to become a monk to find out what the sound is, going through various trials to discover that—to, to like, become a monk, and then he becomes a monk, and then he— goes down into the 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 basement of the monastery um and they they're like okay well i'm going to show you and then you they take them through various elaborate doors with various elaborate keys and then behind the last door is the source of the sound which unfortunately i cannot tell you because you're not a monk
2: okay i remember this
1: yes (laughs) (laughs) and that is what this episode feels like (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah, so he t- so he talks about how he wants a racer an a that is, is in the shape of Donraku, who is like a famous comedian. Um and um like a famous comedian Mandrell, um, whose
2: daughter is a cat for some reason. I I don't know how that works. I mean I mean I we we I, like we learned in the last episode why that discrepancy is possible. Well yes.
1: Uh yes, I know why it's possible but I don't know why it's possible uh, <laughs> um, so Don, so he he go he goes on an online auction site and he finds this unique limited edition one of one Don Rocky eraser for like I think it's initially like 3,000 yen and then he gets into a bidding war over it over the course of several days that pushes a price up to a hundred thousand yen um and he has at this point snuck into his dad's, Uh, Room at night and stolen uh, His credit card information uh, Yeah
2: Yeah, He stole his dad's credit card and then used his brother's Computer
1: yes yeah and he's using his brother's Computer um to 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 check on this auction Uh and then Uh he, he, He He spends the money and then he's Waiting for it to arrive and it never arrives And then his dad beats the shit out Of him when he sees his credit card statement Um and then he grows up to become a video game developer because he talks about how he works at a, at, a, at a video game developer and he plays a lot of uh, free to play games for research for work um, because they're looking into like, you know, they're doing market research. And he uh, winds up getting really hooked on one called Zoo Den um which is like an animal collecting game and there's a the the rarest animal in the game is the dodo and he loves the dodo cuz he had that dodo eraser and so he spends he says 5 million yen uh over the course of several years trying to get the dodo um and stays up all night like pulling gotcha packs out of it and he because the other thing is he he looks at the there's leaderboards in this game for who has, like, the most cool stuff or whatever. And at the top of the leaderboard is somebody named, uh, Ditch Eleven, who has... Who is the
2: same one... Who is the the same same guy who who scammed
1: him out of a Don Rocker eraser.
2: Who, who, yeah, who never sent the eraser.
1: Yeah, who never sent the eraser 16 years ago um, and so he's dedicated to getting this dodo to like stick it to Ditch 11 and then he gets the dodo, he's walking down the street he gets the dodo on his phone, he looks at it in awe he realizes he's finally accomplished his goal and then Otokawa pulls down the street and o- knocks him over and he, th- he his phone flies out of his hands, the screen cracks on the ground and it falls into a Like a drainage gutter <laughs> And then he takes The phone To uh, a phone repair shop And they're like you have your data back And he opens it up and he immediately loads up the game And because he didn't confirm The acceptance of the dodo before he got hit He does not have the dodo anymore uh, And then he uh, And then he goes home And his his pet cockatiel That he bought when he was a child died uh, or that his dad bought him when he was a child dies, um, and so then he goes to the park to bury the cockatiel, and this is where we this is we we have to back up because at the end of episode three, after Dobu holds up Olokawa at in in his taxi, uh, Dobu decides that he doesn't want I guess he doesn't want the liability of having a handgun on him at all times, and so he goes to the park and he puts it in like a metal box and that he buries in the ground underground in a tree, and then this guy. <laughs>
2: going to bury his yeah, bird going
1: to bury his bird digs up this gun and then is like well when god closes a door he opens a window and then wanders the streets in a in a manic daze until he sees odokawa's taxi and realizes that that he can't do anything about anything that has happened to him but he can kill odokawa <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yep. my
1: god! It's the it's the best shit. It's so funny. It's so it's such a good we. It's so weird and it's... and brilliant and amazing. I love it. Oh my god! <laughs> oh I I I was I was howling with laughter the entire time, just like this long meandering story that doesn't have anything to do with anything until it suddenly <laughs> has the stupidest thing to do with everything <laughs> uh. <laughs> so then in episode 5 we meet Yamamoto who is the manager of Mystery Kiss he's a fox um, and he gets in Odakawa's taxi and then has Odakawa drive around town to pick up all the, the members of Mystery Kiss um and they're talking about stuff. Uh, talking about mystery kiss, uh talking talking about this this sort of thing, and then uh Odokawa, uh who we later learn Otokawa has a, a unique talent for remembering people's faces, uh and recognizing them in a crowd.
2: Yeah, so he meant yeah, so he he's he uh so yeah, we're picking up like we first pick up um one of the mystery kiss girls, this little, yeah. little cat.
1: Yeah, and then she gets oh. dropped off, and then they go pick up another one, and then drop her off. It's a whole thing. Uh, but o- then was like, "Hey, I've dropped somebody off at this office before. I've dropped another girl off. It must be for another idol group. It, did, it, it didn't. She didn't look like any of the ones that I've dropped off before." And he's like, "No, mystery kiss is the only idol group that our our agency manages." Um, and otokawa was like, "Huh." Uh, you know, I'm like, I'm 100% certain that I dropped, I dropped a girl off here that isn't one of the girls that you had me pick up. Um, and Yamamoto puts the pieces together, but does not say, so like when you're watching this episode for the first time, you don't know what's going on or what this means. Um, and, and you listening to this, if you haven't seen the show, you don't know what's going on or what this means. Um, but like he puts this together and he suddenly starts asking for, uh Orokawa's dash cam footage. So like we know that this has something to do with the girl who's missing, but it's sort of uh, unclear what anybody has to do with anything. And Yamamoto's like, "Oh yeah, can I, can I have your dash cam footage?" You know, like we uh you know, cuz we want to use we want to We
2: want to use it,
1: wanna, use it, in, a use it in, a, in a promotional video for the idol group. And was like, "I can give you the sections of the dash cam footage that y- you and these and the mystery kiss girls appear in. I'm not gonna give you all of my dash cam footage. That's weird. Uh and <laughs> Yamamoto's like, I will literally pay you only if you give me all of the dash cam footage. Uh and Orokawa's like, well I'll see if I can work out the privacy implications uh later. Um
2: and yet, so Yamoto gives him his card, I think. Yeah. And some Mr. Kiss flyers.
1: Yeah so so uh Tanaka is following Otokawa at this point in another taxi um to and and I think during this section I'm not actually entirely sure how this works out but one of the mystery kiss girls accidentally le- accidentally or maybe intentionally leaves her phone in the back of the car like jammed between the cushions oh, um right. and and then Tanaka is using that phone. I have no idea what their connection is. is oh,
0: right, He's using yeah, that
1: phone cause... to GPS track him and then later breaks into his car to replace it with a GPS tracker because the phone battery dies.
2: Right, yeah, because near the end, yeah, Odokawa's like, he must be tracking me somehow. Probably slipped a phone in there, but yeah. then when the battery died, he had to do, do a, a, a yeah. more long-term solution. But yeah, it was it was... It was one of the girls who did it. Yeah, and so I don't I don't
1: know why that happened. Like, I don't know if she was somehow connected to Tanaka or if Tanaka, like, hacked her phone or something to track it or something like that. Like, I'm not sure... I'm sure we'll that there see. is some explanation that I just wasn't paying attention to or don't remember, but, like, I don't remember what it was Um, as to how he had access to that phone data. Uh, but, yeah, and then... Uh, Odakawa and Goriki hang out and have tea, uh, and Goriki is like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna close my clinic, uh, because somebody's stealing drugs, and it's an inside job, and so if I go to the police about this, or if I try to figure this out, I'm going to be blamed for it, it's gonna be my fault, because somebody working for me stole the drugs, um, And so I'm going to close the clinic in order to protect myself and to protect. He doesn't explicitly say that he knows Shirakawa is the one doing it, but he but Orokawa basically figures it out and is like, you know, Shirakawa is the one doing it. I know Shirakawa is the one doing it. You're doing this not just to protect yourself, but to protect her, because if you go to the police about this and they investigate, they'll put her in jail. Um, Yeah. And then after that, Otakawa meets up with Dobu. Uh, Dobu confirms, like, the, the relationship between him and Shirakawa. And o- uh, and uh, Odokawa is like, well, if you have a connection with Shirakawa and, like, she's valuable to you, like, you're not going to hurt her because she's of value to you. You know, so, like, you're not actually going to do anything to her, so you don't have any leverage over me anymore except my stupid monkey friend who's better off dead. <laughs> uh, and then otokala tells Dobu about... The. About uh, Yamamoto asking for the dashcam footage. Uh, Basically. Why why does it. Basically. Because in. There's like a whole back and forth where like Otakawa is like, you know, you need new leverage over me, so I want to know this information about Shirakawa, and if you give me this information about Shirakawa, then I'll tell you about. I'll tell you who who asked to see the dashcam footage. Um, And then. (laughs) in another scene that had me crying laughing kakihana takes shiho out to a very fancy restaurant um
2: <laughs> and yeah so he's is, constantly kind of like making little 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 faux pas yeah. with regard to like how do how to behave yeah, fancy I mean, the whole restaurant. sequence is great
1: because shiho is on her phone literally the entire time and <laughs> uh uh uh, Kakihana is like sitting there like trying to like make small talk and like the waiter comes over <laughs> like he finishes his glass of wine and then he's like he, he instead of waiting for the waiter to come over he's like can I get another glass of wine please <laughs> uh, and the waiter comes over to refill his glass and he lifts it up and the waiter's like you don't have to you don't have to lift it sir <laughs> uh, and he's like oh is that how you guys do things around here <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's just he's just so sweating bullets in this in yeah. in this restaurant like his his suit must be soaked and he's just like lying <laughs> through his his two teeth that he has about <laughs> about you know his job as a software engineer that he's lying about having um and all and you know all the work yeah. that he does and how he know you <laughs> and then when he goes to pay the check uh, he pulls out like a huge wad of cash out of his pocket, and Shiho is like, You don't, you're not gonna pay by card. And and uh, uh, Kakehata's like, Oh, well, you know, I, I look at numbers on the computer all day. Uh, anyway, so I, I prefer to, to use cash when I interact with humans. Uh, and then she's like, But you di- you don't even have a wallet, and he's like, Oh, well, I, ha- I had one, but I, I gave it to a subordinate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's so he's such a fucking loser
2: he truly is
1: also we learned during this interaction that Kabasala, the hippo who uh, took the picture that had Dobu in the background decides to capitalize on this in the dumbest way possible by uploading a YouTube video in which he promises to hunt down Dobu and basically just Makes a video that implies that Dobu is responsible for every crime that's ever happened.
2: Uh. <laughs> it's like it's it's so funny how this show works. Like, like Dobu is just like a small time like underling who is like who who takes on this like. Or of like a celebrity criminal yeah it's <laughs> like yeah everyone knows who Dobu is yeah
1: C- entirely uh, because some guy like made a YouTube video where he promised to take him down and blamed him for stealing everybody's bike seats <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah <laughs>
3: but, like, really and, and
2: but also like when, when all like the very people are talking about like how oh I heard Otokawa was the last person to see this girl alive it's 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 like is this weird kind of like vibe of like
1: it has this weird everyone knows everyone kind of vibe yeah, that is yeah
2: yeah yeah n-
1: not befitting a, a a a show set in
2: Tokyo, um, <laughs> but it 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 d- totally matches yeah, it kind of what else the show is going for like the weird kind of coincidence based kind of like plot devices and everything every it, everything is kind of tied up as tight as it as it, as it needs to be to kind of get this wacky uh, set of circumstances going
1: yeah and like it, it's good about when whenever anybody who doesn't know who shouldn't know who odakawa is knows who odakawa is it always has an explanation like it's never just like everybody knows who this random taxi driver is <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. the people who know who he is are like the cops who obviously are investigating the case and then like people who are associated with the crime who know who he is because they've been doing their own parallel investigation yeah. um yeah. you know so it, it it does all make sense but yeah it has this sort of very tight-knit feeling yeah uh, and,
2: and and they do this like they do the suspension disbelief like yeah. perfectly well like you like it's it's clearly like a bit ridiculous but like that's that's fine like this isn't supposed to be a re- like realism yeah yeah like and animals like, for god's sake
1: <laughs> right and then right at the, at the end Of this episode, Kakihana, he, in order to keep up his, his, his charade of being a rich guy, he's taken out like a huge loan and we see, we see like that he has this receipt in his pocket, uh, that shows like that he took out a huge loan in order to pay for, for this, this restaurant thing. Um, so yeah, in in the next episode is when we learn that Imai, the mystery kiss super fan won the lottery with Odokawa's numbers um yeah. and so imai is like i work at a cabaret club uh part-time um and do you because like, like i don't really want anything like i don't i don't want money i'm fine um and 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 so Imaia, they they take him to imai takes him to uh to this this He's- cabaret club and Otakala is is visibly uncomfortable the yeah. entire time because there's like there was like five girls around him uh, he and I sit him down with these five little yeah. kitty cats yeah and, and then like and like yeah and like, then it's do like do you want a drink yeah and it's like you want he's a drink like, he's like I gotta drive I'm a taxi driver <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't drink and they're like do you mind if no. we drink so he just winds up using using his his like favor to pay for a bunch of drinks for a bunch of random people he doesn't know. um and then he gets up and goes to the bathroom, uh, and, and in the, in the split second, the guy, uh, Tanaka, he comes into the cabaret club looking for Odokala, uh, and just fires a gun, a, his gun, uh, out in, at, in, in the club and everybody runs away at like, here's in the bathroom, he's like, holy shit. <laughs> um, and then Imai comes in and it's like, there's a guy with a Freaking gun out there! You gotta get out of here. You know, use the use the back entrance. Uh, and so they they he looks he looks out there, like you know Otoka was like sneaking out, and then meanwhile, uh, freaking uh Shibagaki, the,
2: yes, the, His, he also works of the, of the comedy duo.
1: Yes, he also works part time at this cabaret club. Um, and he decides to to do something about it. Um, and he he steps up to to the shooter and is like hey like what are you what are you what are you doing here like tries to like talk to him and and then like we don't really see how how it how it pans out we just see later there's a bullet hole in the wall over his head and he's sitting on the floor and i think it's imai who comes back and is like what were you doing like why did you do that and and uh shibagaki is like i thought it'd be funny if i got shot (laughs) I thought it'd be funny if I got shot. <laughs>
2: he's a he's a he's a, he, he's a true comedian. He's always looking for a, a story to tell.
1: Always looking for the bit. Um, yeah, yeah. And then um, so yeah, so Otokawa escapes. Uh, and then
2: he meets up with Shirakawa. Again? Yes.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. He meets up with Shirakawa again, and then was you know tells tells him the whole truth. Uh, right, because when Otokawa is in the uh, is in the bathroom, he looks at his phone, and he sent a message to Shirokawa after learning from Dobu that she had just gotten close to him because he had information. Um, yeah. And they, so he he sent her message like, "Don't get involved with me ever again. Don't talk to me or my son ever again." <laughs> um, and then and then Shirokawa tried to like call him a million times, and then they finally meet up in the park. And Shirokawa like, explains the whole thing. Like, I owe him 3 million yen. You know, I was in debt for years. Like, there's, you know, I was dating him for years, and he was super, he was a huge asshole about it. Uh, and then, uh, right, cause, oh, right here, she, she talks about how uh, she she initially talked to Odokawa because Dobu, Dobu was planning to rob a bank. And wants to use needed a getaway driver, and so Orokawa oh, could potentially be, be a getaway, getaway driver.
2: Getaway driver. Oh, okay, that was okay. That was yeah, tough. and
1: yeah. then Shirakawa pulls the classic, like, "Oh, I got into it with you because yeah. you know I was doing crimes, but now I really love you." And Odokawa is like, most... "Eat shit." I've seen a movie. I've seen a movie before <laughs> yeah. in my life. Say,
2: yeah, it's, like, it's, it's it's most ludicrous, like noir, yeah, old timey noir. The femme fatale is like, yes. I I had ulterior motives, but no. now now uh, I really love you. And, and he's like, like I just wrote, I, in my notes, I just wrote Estelle Costanza voice. May I ask why?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like
2: uh, Odokawa isn't the bad person, but he's he's a grumpy old he's just a grumpy old weirdo. Like like they don't they don't really know anything about each other. It's it's so silly.
1: It is very silly um i do think that they have chemistry in the scenes where they interact like i don't think that they like when they interact in the taxi and when they interact when they have like the date at the park i do think that they're you know and like you know it's a 13 episode show with a lot of plot to to cover there you know like there is there's a limited amount of space that they can dedicate to a romance subplot
2: right they they get along fine but yeah it's it's it 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 very feel like it, fitting with kind of the vibe of the show and that it kind of plays into these old timey like noir tropes. Uh it 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 like if it, it works in that sense. Yeah. But on his face it is it is kind of silly. Yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous.
1: It. But like I think it would be I think it works a little bit better because Otokawa rejects her at this point and it's yeah. like I've seen a movie before. <laughs> uh, and then it, it takes longer and she has to show develop her dedication a little bit more and they have to develop the relationship a little bit more before Otakawa is willing to acknowledge that she might actually like her like him um uh, so yeah and then dobu meet talks to odakawa uh about about kabasawa's freaking videos where he t- talks about how much he hates him And he's basically just, like, it's, he's just, like, making, like, wrestling promos, Uh, you know, like, in in his bedroom where he, like, throws knives at.
2: He's writing real person fic.
1: Yeah, he he just, like, threw, and, like, somehow these videos are, like, massively popular, and he's developed, like, a huge following, like, a huge unironic, because, like, if somebody did post a video like that and it got traction, a lot of people would follow this guy in the same way that a lot of people follow anybody who's doing anything cringe on the internet. Um, (laughs) But like the notion, a little later, there's a scene (laughs) He quits the fu- one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen, where he's, he's like, in a hotel room with this, like, what? hot lady who he's, like, sleeping with his, because he, he's, like, sleeping with his fans. And he has, like, an outburst where he, like, breaks a lamp against the wall, and he's like, do you not understand how much pressure I'm under? <laughs> he's... It's, yeah. it, like, it's, it, it's like yeah. just straight like, up, like, like, the most absurd possible version of that, like, noir scene. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's
2: yeah. so it, ridiculous. Yeah. Like, God, everyone in this show is such a loser.
1: I mean, that's what I really love about this show. That's what, like, captivated me is that, like, this is a show about. Everybody, like people who are just freaking losers. Like they're just normal people who suck. Like they're, <laughs> they're just, they lead miserable lives and they're all just like weirdos and, and, and like it, it, it has this just like vibe about it where it just feels so like earnest. Because it's like the thing is, is that it's not like mean about it or anything like that. Particularly like all these people are very funny and they're very like weird and they're weird losers, but like it, it has a genuine love for all of its characters. Um, you know, even the bad guys, like it has this like genuine, genuine heart that, that really, um, you know, like I, I would almost compare it to like a Coen brothers movie um
2: yeah that's a good point in that way
1: of like you know a lot of coen brothers movies like walk that line between having a lot of characters that are just like detestable or just like losers and freaks and weirdos and and like you know they're all there and they're all doing stupid shit for dumb reasons but you do like love them and like the story does and the and, and, and the way that their show does does love them in a certain way yeah. you know i think you
2: have a higher tolerance for losers than i do i love stories um, about losers that's what you, cause I, yeah like because yeah when i was saying earlier that i was kind of of two minds like middle like they're in the middle of the show like i was appreciating kind of like how it was put together and the aesthetics and everything but like i was getting a little kind of i guess uh I guess I, I think I hit my fill of, of losers. No, I love uh, losers. I love movies early. and
1: I, I love stories about people who just suck, who are just <laughs> just like dipshitted to the max. It's really it's really funny just to like watch all of these people who just don't know what they're doing and they're all stupid and greedy and and like none of them. It it makes it makes me very happy. It makes me feel very. It feels, like, oddly hopeful in a way, you know, and, like, because, like, Like, these people are all of us. Yeah,
2: if they can hack it. Yeah. um,
1: If there's hope for them, there's hope for all of us. Um, (laughs) you know, but, like, yeah, like, it's, uh, it's so good. Uh, I I make, it makes me so happy. The show made me so happy the entire time I was watching it. Um. Uh, but yeah, so don't. But yeah, is like really mad about this kid because now everybody thinks. He's,
2: yeah, he he's so he's just like humiliated. He's so humiliated.
1: <laughs> like it has no practical impact on his life, really. But he's just so mad about it because like that's the number one thing that he cares about. It's not like he's in it for the money. He's just in it because he wants to like seem cool. And like the fact that there's this dweeb on YouTube who's making videos, calling him out and throwing knives at a- him. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a, a bit of like a dartboard with his face on it uh is, is like it's ruining the whole thing for him yeah yeah,
3: yeah,
1: yeah. um so then um they dobu and Otokawa meet make make a deal that dobu is going to help them is going to help Otokawa figure out who's trying to kill him uh if and, and clear out uh Shirakawa's debt. If Otakawa will help Dolbu find Kavasawa and and make him stop, he, he stop posting cringe. <laughs> uh, and then, um, yeah. So then Baba. It turns out like now he's like a he's like a, an up and coming comedic celebrity. He's, he's a you know he's shooting stuff he's on tv all the time and everybody loves him and he's he's formed a secret relationship with uh the girl from mystery kiss uh rui um and 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 they're they're in love um but they they can't say it
2: yeah, it's yeah it's so funny. They, like they have such a funny little dynamic yeah. because like she she is kind of like relentlessly ambitious yeah
3: uh, the, the, she's uh, it's, it's it's interesting. Like
1: and, she's relentlessly ambitious and has uh and has seen very little success. And Baba has no ambition. And has just failed upwards into yeah. the upper echelons yeah. of celebrity. <laughs> uh, and,
2: yeah, uh, yeah. At some point, yeah. She she says like uh that he yeah that he he doesn't need to he doesn't need to push himself too hard. She'll she'll be the she'll be the grind set for both of them yeah
0: <laughs> um
1: yeah and and baba but like this is putting a lot of strain on the relationship that baba has with Shib- shibagaki because like they yeah. they don't have enough time to practice for homo sapiens stuff um you know and they're in like some sort of like mons some sort of monzai competition they kept referring to it so like the competition is called the n1 and i kept right. thinking that they were talking about the jlpt um, which is the, the, what, what? the JLP, the, for those of you at home, the Japanese language proficiency test, which is graded, uh, from N5 to N1, with N5 being the oh, lowest right, level of proficiency right. and N1 being the highest. And I was like, well, you're a Japanese person. Why are you taking the JLPT? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, so yeah. And then next episode, uh, this is where I start having screenshots again, finally. Um. Uh, so Odakawa he gets home and he discovers that somebody has shot a gun into his house. Um, so he finds that somebody shot through his window and he decides to go he goes to like the what's the term for the the Japanese police boxes. I forget what they're called. Uh, but he goes mm. to the the police station uh and finds finds uh little little daimon. Um and is like and, and is like you know i want you to, you know somebody shot at my house and that De- little diamond is like why didn't you call the emergency number and uh uh Odokawa is uh, like apparently there were only two cops in all of tokyo and one of them is corrupt and one of them is an idiot so <laughs> i have to go with the one who's an idiot uh and so uh, uh the little diamond like tries to call his older brother odorikawa is like when your brother gets involved things get Challenging, please don't. Uh, and so then Otakawa, like, t- takes, takes him to his apartment, shows him the window, um, that, that has, and then, like, sits him down at the table and, like, draws a very simple diagram on the back of a flyer to, like, explain the criminal organization. And, like, gradually, like, tries to, like, explain, like, well, your brother said he was becoming a cop to fight evil, but he's actually doing evil. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, a little diamond is such a little. Sp- yeah, it, it, this. Uh, mo- this
1: this show does have one thing right, which is that all cops are either corrupt or stupid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the two genders of cops. The two
1: genders of cops. Yeah, there are two cops the entire show, and they're both terrible. Um,
2: <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so he's little diamond has also heard the rumor that Otakawa kidnapped the girls he's like I'm gonna search your house Otakawa's like fine um so there's not much to search so he like looks around and then he goes to the closet and then right he's he's about
1: to open the closet
2: uh he gets a call that they've had a dead body in in the harbor yeah and so he books it
1: so yeah and then he's like well I'll be back to check and see if there's a girl tied up in your closet (laughs) But I got, I got a business to take care of. Um, and the dead body, I think we've, I, I don't think we find out this, th- that yet, uh, who the dead body is. Um, but yeah, and then Kakihara is like, he's about to leave to go on a date with Shio, but he's, he like loan sharks show up at his door, uh, and start trying to bust it in because he's taking out too much money. Uh, and then he, so he hides it. He hides in his in his bedroom the entire time. And then eventually they leave and he goes out to meet with Shiho and he shows up and they're at like, they're in like some sort of industrial area.
2: <laughs> yeah, some construction like site or just some, yeah, real sketchy. And Kakehada
1: again sees nothing wrong with this. He's nothing wrong with meeting his date in this sort of area. And then Shiho shows up and is like, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, you actually showed up at the perfect time, and then Yamamoto shows up and just like knocks him out. Uh. Um, cool. So then Shirakawa talks to Goriki about Dobu and confesses like that she's that she's been a, a crime criminal.
2: Uh, a crime criminal, the worst kind, the worst kind. Uh,
1: and Goriki is like, okay, well, let's work together to to help to help o- 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 Um. So this 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 episode takes place on Halloween. Wait.
2: And, and and that that one that bit struck me at first because yeah like uh yeah I forget how he phrases it but like like he's like I need your help and then she's like well, what he's like treating Otakawa and at first it's like he's just had to go sleeping right yeah <laughs> like but but we we yeah but as we find out there's there's quite a bit more going on yes with our, with our walrus.
1: ah. Uh... Um, but yeah, he does say you're gonna treat we're gonna treat Odokawa. Um and then so yeah, so then we meet, we finally meet Dobu's rival Yano, who is the the limited edition one of one guy, because so he's a porcupine and he speaks only by rapping, uh, and this this it's it's sort of tragic to watch this with subtitles because there's just no way to convey his his raps. That are in Japanese in English like I yeah. this show is getting an English dub or got an English dub and I'm actually genuinely really curious how they dubbed these lines to to yeah. like get any sort of semblance of of rhythm while retaining the meaning like is so hard because Japanese like as far as rapping goes is, is' just such a different language um like like it's a lot easier to rhyme in Japanese because there are a lot fewer sounds. Um, and a lot of words have very similar endings.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, so like you have you have a lot more wiggle room for that kind of stuff than you do in English, where most most English words have no rhyme. Um, where I was, I I honestly don't know if you could find a Japanese word that doesn't have a rhyme. Um, <laughs> so yes, so so yeah. So we we get this guy and he <laughs> Onokawa like bumps into him on a scooter, and he has this like whole elaborate rap about. <laughs> how odakami should apologize to him
2: for knocking him off his scooter for knocking <laughs> it's, him it's, off it's his scooter it's not like a vespa scooter it's like a little one of the little razor scooters yeah it's like a razor you, scooter <laughs> <laughs> you drove with when you were in middle school yeah
1: yeah like it doesn't even look like it's an electric scooter
2: no no um
1: uh, like he's not even riding one of those stupid electric scooters that everybody has uh lying around the sh- on, on the street these days um
2: and then after that, he meets he meets Dobu and there because they're looking for the gunman and Kalasawa at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Um, yeah, on Halloween. They, yeah. they see a skull mask. Yeah, and they uh, they give chase. Yeah, they beat the shit out of him,
1: uh, in an well, in an alley. Well, uh, Dobu, Dobu, Dobu beats the go go shit go out, go out go of go him. Waldo stands go go there go go so, is with increase, increasing numbers of beads of sweat on his face, <laughs> just
2: prodig <laughs> prodigious numbers um uh, uh, and then they realize it's 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 because yeah because dobu wants his fucking gun back <laughs> yeah long, um and, and so that's why he's helping odakawa chase this guy but they realize it's a fake gun it's not it's not the real skull mask
1: yeah and then it turns uh, out that that dressing up as a, a recent mass shooter is like the hot cosplay this year I mean I guess he's not a bad shooter because <laughs> well, he didn't actually kill anybody. Well, but he... I
2: think it was Kawasawa's idea, right? I guess. Um, I I think he says that in a later video. Um I don't remember. Because 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 then yeah, because then Orokawa sees that they're being filmed by Kawasawa. Ah. Like,
1: yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, they get they get filmed.
2: I, I was so sure that Orokawa was gonna appear on the video and and but he it he ended up not being he ended up not being in frame.
1: Yeah. So yeah, and then in the next episode, Kakehana is, is getting getting the shit beat out of him by by Yano and his goons.
2: So uh, yeah, this is the episode that I accidentally skipped the first time. Oh I went I actually went right from seven to nine. And like at this point, like this is kind of the height of the complexity yeah. of like all the threads. Yeah, if you and miss so a single I,
1: episode, you're fucked.
2: I, so so I was just like, whatever, stuff's happening. <laughs> And then I, it wasn't until I finished episode nine that I was like, "Wait, <laughs> I missed an
1: episode." Uh, <laughs> yes. A yeah. Yamamoto calls him. I'm trying to just like remember. I'm looking at the plot summary, and it says, "It says he receives a call from Yamamoto, takes Shio and himself to a warehouse at the harbor, but I don't remember why."
2: Um, because Shiho has decided she doesn't want to do these magic games anymore yeah and yamamoto is like you need to talk to yano in person about that
1: yeah Um, yeah so they yeah um and then right because this is where dobu this is where dobu learns that the guy who has kidnapped uh kakihana is the same guy is like a guy he knows
2: (laughs) you know is yano
1: uh yeah so Yano
2: is is yeah, we, uh, I think we imagine both that Yano is his competitor yeah. in like the as a as a as a racketeer for the tapir Yes. Um and then uh so yeah, so they go. to so the warehouse is Yano's like hideout. Yeah. And so yeah, so so that's why that's a Yeah, Onokawa texts ago.
1: Od- sends an email to uh Khabusawa. And is like, hey, Dobu's gonna be at uh, sh wharf in an hour. Right. You know You know, like go be go be a hero. Um, <laughs> yeah. and so uh. then
2: uh oh, does he say that right then, or does he say it I think he says that later. So he takes he takes the Shiho and Yamamoto to the wharf and then uh because Dobu overheard their conversation, he was like, um see how much- I think cool.
1: I might have accidentally skipped this episode as well, because this plot synopsis doesn't ring any bells.
2: Oh my god. I don't- Wait, I... Did, did you download it off of the jelly? No. Okay, because, yeah, I think there was a weird ordering. Yeah, no,
1: I... I, I think I just did it completely by accident. Um, and I, I actually thought when I started watching episode nine, I was like, did I watch episode eight? But I was like, dude, I, I genuinely thought there's no way I would have made the same mistake as Alex.
0: <laughs> How did we both skip the same episode? I don't know. <laughs> That's
2: incredible. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. So Dobu says basically it's, it's weird that Yamamoto. like I
1: skipped episode eight and the plot still made perfect sense. Like I didn't, I didn't feel like I'd missed anything. <laughs>
2: I definitely like. I mean, maybe it was the same thing. Like, it things were so things were so up in the air that you were kind of just like taking it all in and waiting for waiting for connections to be made. Um, but yeah, so Dobu says like, see how much he'll pay, asking for a fucking billion yen.
1: Okay, this explains uh, something. So, like in the next episode, in the next episode, Imai tweets that he faked.
2: Yeah, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. His lottery yeah, yeah. ticket
1: post. I. When I saw that, I was like, "Okay, he just did that, and like when there was a later, I thought it was a reveal that he'd done that under pressure.
2: Uh, okay,
1: you know, oh like God. when I saw yeah. that, I was like, "Okay, that's a weird thing to do, but like I'm sure there's an explanation, and there was an explanation, <laughs> so it didn't it didn't yeah it didn't it didn't shock me at all like they like I was able to learn why it happened later.
2: oh that's so funny, so yeah, so so. Otokawa driving Yamamoto to the to the harbor. Uh, he's just like, I thought about your offer of the dashcam. Oh, okay, vid- this explains. Video. Okay, yeah. Give me a billion yen, and Yamamoto's like, "Lamau, nice joke." Wait, you're serious? Uh, and then he's like, um, "I'll get back to you." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, and like, <laughs> Otokawa's like, "Really?" <laughs> and so, um, and so, yeah, so uh he drops him off the harbor shiho t- uh, says that she wants to get out of the thing uh tells Kakehana that the that she was fake kakihana um refuses to believe her at first and has has his um it's he has this is this is kind of his most pathetic episode because uh, the
1: thing is is that in this in the next episode I, you see him like after he gets rescued, we- he you see him, like, he's, like, holding the engagement ring and he, like, throws it off a bridge. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I was like, well, you don't need to tell me that he now knows that the relationship was fake because he showed up to a meeting with her and then was kidnapped and taken to a dungeon where he was beaten and had to be rescued by his friend. Like, oh, like yeah, no. I don't think there. I, I didn't actually. I didn't have any expectation that there would be a specific scene where he learned <laughs> that information.
2: Oh, yeah. No, it, it, it's. I mean, it's. 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 it's This is. Yeah, this is the one time I actually felt really sorry for him. Uh, because Yano, Yano um, whips out his phone, calls Kakehana's mom, and it's like. Uh, Get, have a chat or it might be the last time you you talk to her Uh and Kakehana is just sobbing being like hi mom I just thought I'd call I, I mentioned I might be getting married but it doesn't seem like that's gonna happen Uh and uh, the tracksuit tiger and Yamamoto are just like watching this like appalled while Yano is just like snickering to himself it's
1: i did not realize that yeah that's that's incredible
2: uh, yeah yeah it's it's quite a scene um so uh but yeah but, and this so, also explains
1: so, why uh that olokala o- now has evidence that dobu is a criminal and is in in cahoots with the the big daimon and he sends that to younger daimon
2: yeah yeah so so yeah so the the one billion offer is how imai kind of gets roped into things because um
1: okay that makes it because like i thought that they just wanted a billion yen like a billion yen is motivation enough but like it being yeah because then it ties in that ties in the crime as well. Or like the, the hiding of the body, because with a billion yen, that's enough for Yamamoto to be able to, uh, we, to pay for the dash cam footage so that he can cover, finally cover up all the remaining evidence of, of,
3: of the crime.
2: Right. So they, so they decide to, um, so, so they have like, I forget if it's Dobu and Yano, but they, or, or just one or the other, but they have, um, like informants at the bank that you're that the like the one bank that you have to go to to yes um, okay that also explains that lottery tickets, and so they've learned that someone won a billion yen, and thanks to Mi bragging about it on social media, they now know it's him, and so they're gonna kidnap him t- and 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 have him have him cash in and then take the money. Udokawa, um... hears all this from Dobu, uh, tapes it, records it all, uh, yeah, sends, sends that evidence to younger Daimon, and then, and then goes to Imai, and is basically like, you've gotta fucking go, go underground for a little
1: bit. Yeah. Okay, that, ex- that explains everything, because, okay, yeah, cause, like, there was, cause, like, that was one thing about the bank plot that I didn't understand, is why the bank employees were working with Dobu. Um... Yeah. I figured like I didn't really question it because I figured it might have been explained when I wasn't paying attention. turns out it was explained when I wasn't paying attention
2: <laughs> oh man um yeah it's yeah it's a it's a good episode you might re- i will re- probably, i will
1: definitely go back and rewatch um, it uh so yeah episode nine episode um, nine uh so so
2: so yeah, so now now otokawa has figured out also um where oh oh yeah so at the very end of episode 8 through this v- really kind of wacky um coincidence otokawa figures out where kakihana is because he and goriki have been calling him trying to figure out um like where he is uh, because he's kidnapped yeah and so Um, when he when he's talking to Imai, being like, "You have to go to ground." Basically, the the yakuza figured out that you have a million yen; they're gonna steal it. Um, Imai has a uses a turn of phrase, um, something about like this: "Their spring has finally come." In reference to Mister Kiss, that because he thinks they're finally taking off, and he's gonna throw money at them, blah blah blah. And then Odokawa realizes that uh, for whatever reason, Kakihana used the exact same phrase, like, my spring has finally come, when he was showing off this girl he matched with on Tinder. And then um, he realizes that it's who who she is because he gave her a ride in his taxi Ah. earlier. So he finally... Um, it all suddenly it all clicks, and he realizes that um, oh, and he just gave Shiho a ride right, to the to the wharf um that Kakiana got involved in badger games and that he's been he's probably kidnapped at the wharf, and so that's how he and Dobu know to go back there that
3: explains to rescue everything
2: Kakihana,
1: yes, okay, that explains everything um yeah, and, and it was yeah, mysterious because i I was actually not surprised that Dobu knew where it was
2: right right yeah when when i started watching episode nine without having seen eight like yeah it, like it, i guess i guess i guess that's the one drawback of what we mentioned earlier of kind of everyone seems to know everyone that when this like maybe we should have no, thought something was up there but like often everyone kind of seems to know just what they need to yeah uh so we, we didn't actually question it at first
1: yeah um uh, yeah, episode yeah, so in episode nine um uh, uh Odokawa Yeah, uh right, episode nine is, is where we see the uh the sexy the 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 sexy scene with uh Kawasawa and then <laughs> and and then Odokawa yeah. is like Dobu's yeah. gonna be a uh Shiba Sh- or <laughs> Uh... Yeah.
2: So yeah. So so yeah. So she's sleeping with Kapasawa and, and, and she's talking about like his his online fame and how he's kind of get, he's getting he got, uh, he got haters. We saying he's sleeping with the fans. She's like, well, I guess that part's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he gets, like, and then he gets really mad about he all the goes pressure. on he goes on his his ridiculous self little self pity party, and yeah. she slaps him and leaves. And that, that's when he gets that's when he gets the email from Odakawa being like, Do you want to really be a hero, be at the wharf in an hour
1: um and then so yeah so they get into a, a chase with the with uh uh what's his name uh
2: oh skull mask. yeah
1: skull mask Ta- uh tanaka? Taka- tanaka yeah i almost said takahashi different guy
2: <laughs> uh,
1: sorry if you want me to remember your name have a less normal name uh
2: but but U- does lose him
1: yeah. How does he.? He does like a oh, bootlegger's oh, U turn. Oh, no,
2: no, no. He, acts, he He does that by accident because he sees a kitty yes, in the street. Yes, yes, yeah. uh, He does it and, by accident. And just slams on the brakes and spins out. And the white van chasing them smashes into another car. And they. Uh, so, then, and then, so then they take off.
1: Yeah. And then Dobu is like, why did you run away? I want my gun back. And another car was like, <laughs> we would have died. <laughs> <laughs> You know, or at least I would have died. <laughs> um, so then they go, they go to the, uh, uh, they go to the wharf and then Orokawa and Dobu force open the door and Sekiguchi, who's the, the polar bear thug, uh, is like him. watching it, it, like comes out and then it gets into a thing with Dobu and it's like, who the hell is this guy? Why are you here? And Dobu's like, sorry, man, it's just business. And they get into <laughs> like a huge fist fight. Uh, just like rolling around on the floor because then it suddenly becomes it stops being like just business and it starts being like this like fight about like who's the better the better gangster or whatever um (laughs) yeah and and so then Otakawa just like walks in to the room and then uh yoru is gone uh that's his name right uh, y- Yano, 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 not Yoru, Yoru. Y- yeah, yeah. Yano,
2: yes. Yano is off doing. Yeah, something, Yano is so off Odokawa doing just something. Just kind of walks in, takes Kakehana and, and carries. Well, he he, he like walks in, in and way. is
1: like and like is like looking around and is like where where is he? Uh, and then he goes over to the bathroom. Kakehana is like sobbing and freaking out in the bathroom because he hears footsteps yeah. coming towards him. And then Otokawa opens like the stall door. And, and and uh Kakehada is like, Holy shit, I can't believe it's you uh, <laughs> And then yeah, so then Onokawa like just like carries him outside and then Dobu and uh still Sekiguchi are still like just fighting them. on the floor, like they're just they're just beating the shit out of each other, they don't care. Uh and Onokawa just like puts Kakehara in the car and they drive off. And there's a good there's a good bit where like as they're driving away uh uh like uh is like oh i'm so pathetic and then orokawa is like tells this like long story about like you remember you got this puzzle box when yeah orokawa tells this like long story where it's like you remember you got this puzzle box uh when you were a kid uh and and you know it took like 36 steps to open uh and you used to do it all the time at school to like show off And then you put your family's, uh, hunkle stamp in it, uh, and, like, left it on the counter, uh, and then your mom had to go sign for a delivery, and then she was trying to open it by trial and error while the delivery man watched, and then eventually she just smashed it open, and then got so mad at you afterwards for doing that, um, and then, (laughs) um, and then he's and then and then uh Kakehara's like, what is the point of you telling you this story? And then Odokawa is like, basically you've been pathetic ever since then. <laughs> uh it's really good. <laughs> and that that I feel like is like when I was talking about like losers and stuff like that, like that interaction between them where like Kakehara like just starts to laugh at how much of a loser he is, and they're both just sort of like sitting there <laughs> yeah. as he's like bloody and like you know in a destroyed suit that he can't afford sitting in, this, in the, the front seat of his friend's car after he's just been rescued from by the mob and hearing this just, like, long, weird story, like, that is, I think the crux of that entire vibe of just, like, of just, like, here are a bunch of just just losers. You know? But, like, who among us you know, there but for the grace of God go I? Basically. <laughs> Um, so yeah and then Dobu after, so, after beating Sekiguchi um, I forget what happens to Sekiguchi after that
2: he, yeah I mean I think he just knocks him out yeah I think he just kn- he uh, knocks him out or something
1: like that I don't remember because he's not then, in the next sequence he's just like on the ground or something yeah. like that and then uh, Dobu gets shot in the leg by somebody uh, that we don't see and then suddenly like, Kabasalik shows up
2: yeah, so I you like, like it's you're meant to think it's the skull mask. Yeah, um, well, you're
1: at first you're it took, it's like it's the skull mask or it's or it's possibly Kabasawa at first, and then Kawasawa's like I don't have a gun, I don't have a gun. After Dobu like does some like sick wrestling moves on him,
2: um, right, right. So yeah, yeah, Kawasa, Kabasawa is filming him like kneeling on the ground, having been shot, and like crowing about his victory and blah 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 and how. How he, how he he caught Dobu and blah blah blah. Then Dobu just like stands up and just <laughs> fucking
1: yeah. Like while he's like filming <laughs> himself, him. Dobu like comes up behind him and then just like yeah rear naked choke. Um, it's really good. And then and then Kama, and then they they have like this like real like conversation where Dobu is like
2: they have a real rap They have
1: a real yeah where like Dobu like gets him to like.
2: Unpack, uh, unpack a lot of his, unpacked, yeah, yeah, he's
1: like, he's, yeah, he's like, you know, uh, you know, so, so, so like, so is that the extent of for? your sense of justice? Do you vowed to catch you when your resolve was this weak? You never had any sense of justice or resolve to begin with. Why did you try reflecting on the principles that drove you to act? <laughs>
2: yeah, he's like, he's like, why did you want this? Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's like, like I wanted attention. He's like, well, why did you want attention? And why did you want attention? <laughs> <And> it's like. <laughs> And he's like, well, because receiving attention myself.
1: didn't magically make me like myself, but it felt so good I kept escalating. And that said, receiving attention uh, is like, is like, uh, I, you know, I always wanted to disappear. and I always wanted to die. And then Dobu's like, I'm saying your extreme rejection of and hatred of yourself is narcissism.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm not narcissistic. I actually hate myself. And Dobu's like, if you think about it, that's also narcissism. Normal, <laughs>
1: normal people aren't that interested in themselves. <laughs>
2: he he just he just
1: yeah he just he like just, just, <laughs>
2: just like disassembles
1: his entire personality.
2: Uh, like Dobu ne- never again, never has, but never again will be that kind of insightful into the human heart. Yeah,
1: but he just yeah. in that in that moment he just knows exactly what is wrong with Kawasawa and like disassembles him and reassembles him and then makes him form an embar- film an embarrassing apology video and delete all of his posts. Uh, Who among us, if you've been online for long enough, everybody knows somebody that they would like to do this (laughs) to. Everybody knows at least one guy on Twitter where you would like to beat them in a fight and then disassemble their entire psyche before their (laughs) very eyes and then make them film an apology video and delete their account.
2: (laughs) And then, and then throw their phone into the wharf and, st- and take their car. because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: he's like, he's, he's like, what's in it for me? You like, what's in it for me? You know, I, I don't, I don't want a charity here. I'm like, what, what can I get for having, helping you have this, this realization about yourself? Um, and then it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you can have my car and my apartment that I bought. <laughs> and he, we, like, they, we, fi- yeah, they we. film and post the apology video, and come, and then Dobu just chucks his phone into the sea, and then it's like, yeah. and I'm taking your car and and leaves, yeah
2: because he because he bought his car with like streamer youtube adsense revenue Uh, and 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 yeah at the end of his apology video he's like also i won't be refunding the little salons i ran yeah no refunds (laughs) because yeah um like yeah earlier in the previous episode he talks about how like uh yeah, his his little, his little Kabasawa salon start at like 10,000 yen a month or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's got those big Patreon bucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's literally just Patreon. <laughs> um,
1: uh, but yeah, and then uh, Goriki, we see him. It, he goes um, to otokawa's house uh, and meets up with Orokawa's landlord um, who's like He's talking, talks about how Orokawa has been. We learn that Orokawa doesn't have parents and that his parents are dead and that he was supported, like he's lived in this apartment since he was in fifth grade. Um, and the entire time he was supported by, not the entire time, but the entire time he was a child, he was supported by some kind of foundation who paid for his his like rent and his basic necessities.
2: you you learn in the in episode eight that it's like a yeah it's like a non a, a profit for orphans. Uh, that's oh, that's I, explained in episode 8.
1: Activity. I think it, I thought it, because co- I, yep. I, I, it, 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 yeah. it, God, everything is explained in episode 8 because they explained I, it a little I, later. I was
2: really, con- I was really confused too. I was wasn't
1: confused by this because I was, because they were like, I thought it, they were intentionally leaving out the name of the foundation to make it more mysterious. Because mm. w- at this yeah. point, what I thought they were setting up was that, like, I thought this was going to have the hackiest ending in the world and it was going to be like everything, all the like, uh elaborate like shenanigans have been in like have been like paranoid delusions in Odakala's head, and he's been like in the care <laughs> of a foundation for the the deeply deranged or something oh, like no. that um but no, it turns out that it is a foundation for specifically for orphans whose parents died in traffic accidents um <laughs> uh, which is why. Otokawa has that charm on his rear-view mirror of a duck Mm -hmm. wearing a safety helmet. He got that Mm -hmm. from the foundation when he turned 18. Right. Um, and... Which is... What a weird... What a weirdly specific foundation. (laughs) What a How many orphans are being made through traffic accidents for that to be a foundation?
2: Well, certainly a lot in America.
1: Um... So, yeah, so then we 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 learn that through this conversation with Godiki because Godiki is not trying to investigate what's wrong with Otokawa, mm-hmm. uh, and
2: he and he, yeah and he didn't realize until now that Odokala yeah he's Odokawa. been, been
1: Otokawa had said that they were missing yeah. Um, yeah,
2: which for all we know he actually thought
1: yeah yeah it's actually not clear if he knew his parents were dead, um, so then in episode ten uh, Homo sapiens loses the the N one uh
2: well, they're in the they 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 fall out of the winner's bracket yeah they like fall out of the winner's stubble, bracket stubble elimination yeah uh, why would you have a so double they, elimination comedy so, contest? so so they so they get they get to get, have, a, have an epic losers run uh, but at, yeah outside uh the we finally meet the that weirdo college the weirdo, weirdo high schooler who writes yeah. the letters he's a giraffe
3: and he's a dweeb uh, who
2: who accosts uh Shibagaki insists that they should team up as a comedy duo. Yeah. Uh, and Shibagaki's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You're a high schooler. And he's
1: like, I'm funny. <laughs> you you read all of my letters on air. I'm super funny. I was better on air content than you are, dipshit. <laughs> uh, so then... Yeah, this is when Imai posts the the fake lottery ticket on on Twitter and is like, "Sorry, I pretended to win the lottery because I wanted attention." Sorry, uh,
2: <laughs>
1: and then happened a lot these days. People pretending things on social media because they want attention. Um, and then it's, it's a plague. It's a plague. Um, and then there's an amazing sequence where Sekiguchi, the polar bear, he uh, he's yeah, polar bear tracksuit. Uh, he <laughs> he he like cyber stalks Imai to figure out where he lives. Where he's like, well, I saw in this picture, you know, this isn't real, but like in this picture, like when he moved, you know, you could see out the window that he posted this video of him look, you know, watching a Mystery Kiss video on his laptop. But if you boost the volume, you can hear a train arrival tone, and like all of the train stations in Tokyo have unique. Songs that they play when the train arrives um, And he's like well this tone is used by These two stations but we can Eliminate this one because he says in this other Post that he's 50 minutes away From this place and so he can't possibly be At that other station he has to be at this one And so then I looked on like uh, Suma For every single apartment Within listening radius Of this place you know And like qu- triangulated based On the images on his twitter And like based on what you can see Out of his window, and you know, I'm pretty sure he lives in this unit in this apartment building. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, the thing is, is that like, like, what, what? It's a very, very funny scene, but like, that shit is so real. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, there's, there's a really, really good video uh, on that that Tom Scott did with his. uh, He used to, he used to have a vlog channel that he did with his friend uh, Matt Gray, and they did. They did a video about the 2017 solar eclipse, and when they did that, they basically published—they put out a challenge to their subscribers that were like, hey, if anybody can figure out the exact location from which we watched this solar eclipse— Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we will reward you in, in some way. Um, and they did another follow up video where they walked through all of these people who had, in terrifying detail, gotten to the precise exact location on like a random country road in a cornfield where these guys watched the solar eclipse. Um, and it's terrifying like if you if you are motivated enough you can use you know just a picture taken out of somebody's window to figure out exactly where they live you know yeah. like like that that is really what you have to what you have to realize is that like if you post on twitter somebody could probably if you post on twitter enough somebody could probably cross reference all your posts and find out exactly where your house is like even if you've never posted any part- anything that you would consider particularly identifying, you just gotta hope that the Yakuza doesn't want to steal your your billion yen that you won in the lottery. That's
2: why I Definitely don't play. The- post about that. Yeah, man.
1: that's why I don't play the lottery. Um, Cause I pull around a, a
0: tracksuit. Cause I pull around a tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: So yes, so then um Yamamoto is trying to get Otokawa to give up his dashcam data. Um and then yeah. uh oh
2: yeah, and, and Otokawa kind of uh plays his hand a little maybe too aggressively. Yeah. And and it's like I know I
1: know everything. I know all of your shit.
2: I, like I know basically why you want the dashcam data. Like I know that you're work, like you're running oh he first he opens it with he knows he's running badger games yeah um and then he he starts he's he, he he's trying to kind of uh get yamamoto to betray who he's working for uh but he doesn't he doesn't realize how much of a corner yamamoto's already in uh, yeah, we 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 don't know either yet. And so
1: <laughs> Yama, Yamamoto uh, gets Otokawa to drive him out to a random construction site in the middle of nowhere during this conversation. As,
2: as, as you know, this always normal things happen. Yeah,
1: and Otokawa at no point they like park in the middle of just like this giant empty dirt field with like a bunch of construction equipment and and at no point does that think maybe this guy's trying to kill me until suddenly uh, Yamamoto <laughs> pull, to... pulls out his belt and sh- tries to strangle him um, and it looks like it's gonna work uh, for, for a second and then suddenly <gasps> Capoeira! Capoeira! Shirakawa suddenly shows up and, and uses the power of Capoeira to throw a rock through the window uh, and, and hit Yamamoto uh, And then does like a, a huge like fighting game kick uh, and launches Yamamoto into the air and he lands uh, he you know lands on the ground and it's like, okay, fine, I've been I've been defeated by the power of Capoeira. Because <laughs> like yeah, Shirakawa is so seen- like you, you, you thought Cap- Capoeira was real powerful. You thought Capoeira was some kind of dance, didn't you? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. he's he yeah. What is Odokawa say? says, why, said, why did you, you I- even start doing it in the first place? It's in my top three things that I don't understand how people get into. And Shirakawa <laughs> says, what are the other ones? And he says, hammer throw and stimulants.
2: <laughs> and then she goes, you need to apologize to everything and everyone, starting with Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god.
1: Uh and so they're basically like and so then then Odakawa is like, look, we need to th- like, you need to work with us. I have all this leverage on you. You need to to do this. You need to you need to do this for me. Cause Otakawa at this point, his plan is to pretend to be working with Dobu to screw over Yano and then actually screw over both of them. Um Yeah.
2: Uh, by by kind of throwing a, a wrench in this billion dollar heist yeah. so that they they all get arrested.
1: Yeah. So Dobu, I believe. Yeah. His plan. So we we actually hear we we, we hear Dobu, Dobu explains his plan immediately after this. So Dobu's plan is that he has an in at the bank, and so he's going to get them. They're going to deliver the money in ten uh, briefcases. Um. And one of those briefcases is going to contain real money. It's going to contain uh, 100,000 yen or 100 million yen in cash. Um, And then all of the other ones, the other 900 million yen are all going to be fake. Um, And then when uh, Yano's crew picks up that cash, he's betting on the fact that Yano will only check one of the briefcases to see if it's real. And then they're going to leave and then they're going to get stopped by Big Daimon. Um, who's going to search their car and find all of the counterfeit money and go like, where are you going with 900 million yen in counterfeit cash? And then while there's a a kerfuffle over that, Dobu is going to steal their car, um, to get back the last hundred million yen, because he's also going to get the 900 million yen from the bank. Um, and so there's, it's this whole like elaborate scheme and basically, uh, Otakala, his plan is to tell Yamamoto, who's going to be at that bank meeting, uh, who's going to be picking up the money at the bank, to insist that they check more than one case. Um, and if they do that and discover they counterfeit money earlier, then the whole plan is ruined. Um, so, uh, yeah, so he talks about... Um, he, so yeah, he, talk, he talks to his... his, his Otakawa talks to his allies. He, he tells... Imai, like the yakuza are gonna show up tomorrow and kidnap you, and you're gonna be held in captivity for a week, and then you're gonna get out, and then they're gonna take you to the bank, and I just want you to play along, and I will rescue you, but you you just gotta you just gotta hold hold tight because some shit is, shit is gonna be very bad for you for the next seven days. Um. Uh, Oh yeah, Otakawa and, and Shirakawa, on, on the way back from the construction set, they talk about they talk about Dobu, where you know, Otakawa's like, I, I'm starting to think that Dobu might not be such a bad guy, you know, like I, I and, and Shirakawa's is like, you know, he operates on his own brand of just on his own brand of justice, and Odakawa is like, you know, and it ba- basically, Shirakawa like defends Dobu as being like ha- having like this unwavering loyalty and being sort of sort of brainwashed. Otokawa's like, nope, no, I just decided I'm gonna punish him after all. It's your fault for defending him. <laughs> 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 Hearing you defend him made me think he's an asshole. Sorry. Um,
2: uh, and is then so is is that also? What... I have a screenshot where uh, they're in the car and Otokawa says. For unrelated reasons, (laughs) yes, yes, yes.
0: (laughs) God, one of the
1: funniest, one of the all-time sentences—a sentence of all time. For unrelated reasons, the guy armed with a gun is trying to kill me right now. And then Shira was like, "When did your life suddenly become so hard-boiled?" um uh, and then this this is when Otokawa realizes that there's a gps in his car um yeah because he goes yeah. He, yeah so he's like oh he must have put like a phone or something in the backseat of my car to track me but that would run out of battery that must be why he broke my car's window to put a gps tracker in my car and then he finds the gps tracker and he's like i'm gonna do something with this um <laughs>
2: uh and the yeah earlier um little Diamond had been called away from Bodokala's house because uh they had found a body in the wharf. Um they've now identified the body uh as a mystery kiss man. Uh, Ikimitsuya.
1: Right, and also oh yeah, when Dobu explains his plan, uh, he then he then says he then says what he has decided to call his scheme. Oh he calls his scheme Odotaxi. <gasps> uh, uh, they said it. They said it. They
0: said it. <laughs> they
1: said it! Uh, and then <laughs> Otoka was like, "You're what? You're acting like that's supposed to sound cool."
0: <laughs> Odotaxi. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, he yeah he tries to explain why it's funny, but it's um, yeah, Odakawa isn't having it yeah. yeah uh
1: yeah. so then then uh dobu shows Orokawa a screenshot from the dash cam data of the missing mm-hmm. uh Nerima high school girl, and at this point this is we have had it established that uh Odakawa has a remarkable memory for faces, um and he looks at this picture of the girl who rode in his taxi and says, that's not her. Um,
2: uh, okay, so so he's referring to... So, I thought, so, so the, per- re- the person so- he knows
1: as Yuki Mitsuya is the person who rode in his taxi with Yamamoto, right. who is the new... We'll get into this. Who's the new Yuki Mitsuya, but the one on the dash cam footage is the old Yuki Mitsuya that he drove... Uh, oh yeah so oh, he right. so he looks yeah, at her and yeah. recognizes despite the fact that the girls look similar he recognizes that they're not the same
2: yeah 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 so so yeah the okay so yeah when he said it's not her i got confused uh, by which which her he was referring yeah. to because yeah he did he did drive the real you you can see yeah uh,
1: yeah so um, we we then, in this next episode we learn the full context which yeah, is it's a so this this episode is from the perspective of of Rui, um, and about her. Right? She you know talks about her time auditioning yeah. with Mystery Kiss and how she's essentially a ruthless asshole. Uh,
2: she's the she, she's the lead, the little white dog, yeah. at the, the is Yes,
1: one? um, yeah, and then so she she gets appointed like the center of Mystery Kiss, um, but uh, Yuki uh, she thinks that Yuki is is better at at being being a star and then they talk to a producer uh like an idol group producer and the producer is like no she yuki should be should be the center because she's better um and then rui uh calls yuki to have a meeting in in the office to either get her to relinquish her 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 spot as the as the group leader or to kill her um, but when she shows <laughs> yeah. up unfortunately for yuki but fortunately for Rui, she's already dead um so uh so then yamamoto
2: she yeah she doesn't call anyone. yamamoto just shows up yeah and it's uh, like hey what's uh going on here <laughs> and she's she's like look
1: I know this Look, looks this like might, I'm a murderer.
2: <laughs> this might sound weird. I was going to kill her, but she's already dead. <laughs> and and um, Yamamoto believes her. <laughs> and and like at first I was like why doesn't Yamamoto act just go to the police? But like they are so close to um debuting uh and like he's put so much into this group that he I, I guess he panics Basically, yeah he decides and that
1: it's a better option to get the yakuza <laughs> to dispose of the body and hire a lookalike
2: <laughs> not his most clear-headed no not the best decision. choice he's ever made um but and so and so for whatever reason they drag rui along for the, for the yeah, ride. I don't know so why Rui she, is expected she,
1: to participate in all of this. Like, she personally participates in throwing the real body into the sea. And I feel like that's not necessary.
2: I mean, like, I can almost see it from the Yakuza point of view of getting everyone involved really fucking involved yeah. so that they, like, are are complicit. Yeah. Uh, and, and, um... But all this. <laughs> <laughs> like, why Yamamoto didn't te- just like tell her to scram before uh, the cleanup? Yeah, crew everybody, arrived. everybody's
1: Which, in too deep.
2: The cleanup crew is just Yano and um, the polar bear tracksuit.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then, uh, and of course, Yano continues to rap the entire time. Uh, yeah,
2: and 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 this is why, and this is why uh, gets wrapped up in doing badger games because, um, y- Yano's invoices them so much for the for helping dispose of the body that they are in like turbo debt
1: yeah um so then uh yeah so yeah so that that basically happens
2: uh and 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 so now and now it's been identified as actual yuki matsuya yeah uh uh, what what happens at the end of this is that
1: we we also meet the new yuki matsuya i forget her real name um uh, but they um but yeah they they replace her with another another girl who looks very much like her who was also at the audition and she was like you know fourth sakura, in line yeah,
2: yeah sakura Waragaki.
1: yes uh uh yeah so they replace her and then she becomes the new yuki because they look similar but then they decide to disguise the fact that they're not exactly the same by having the backup dancers wear masks uh yeah,
2: shiho and um, it's,
1: uh, yeah which we've it's, been seeing this for a while that they've had these like these kitsune masks on the entire time but it's, ne- it's never been clearly explained why and now we know why they've done something so weird we uh, which is that they're trying to disguise the fact that one of these people is is a uh, a, a dead person uh, <laughs> uh, right right in the present in the present day the body that was found at the bottom of, a, of the river is Yuki's? They identify it as Yuki's, um, yes. and so they're like, "Shit, shit!" Uh, so Mystery Kiss has to hold a press conference, which means Yamamoto isn't going to be there for the bank job, which means right. that nobody's <laughs> going to force them to dig up to to check uh, two cases.
2: Right, right, right. Because yeah, Yamamoto was supposed to be the one to throw a spanner in the works by checking. The one of the cases that had the counterfeits. Now he is, um, has to run a press conference, um, in which, in which it's learned that the real Yuki's father is that, is that Don Rocky, yes. the famous, that famous, um, comedian. Yeah. Uh, who is also the judge of the N1. Uh, yeah. In, during, during which in their losers bracket run, Baba and Shibagaki end up just like <laughs> yelling at each other yeah. and Shibag- Shibagaki just talks about how, how he regrets everything <laughs>
1: yeah they start, they, they, start, they start doing a bit about time machines about and doing regrets. a time machine yeah. to go back and, and you regret and like stuff you regret and then Shibagaki forgets his lines and just starts going off about how he regrets everything um,
2: <laughs> shockingly they don't move
1: on yeah so then uh Koriki uh continues the Dr Gorilla Dr Gorilla yes um he he he's his research about Odakala turns up uh, a newspaper article about the fact that his parents tried, who he, he was in a car accident because his parents basically drove their car off of a cliff, or his mom drove their car containing him and his dad, who was passed out in the back off a, off a cliff, and that both of his parents died in this, in this suicide accident, but that, uh, Otakawa got out of the car, uh, and survived. Uh, so then, in episode 12. The heist. The heist. The heist, the heist, the heist. So, the the van gets uh, packed full of fake money, uh, and it works. And then Yano is like, the, Yano almost checks the second suitcase, and then the polar bear is like, No, we can check it. We can check it later. Uh, and if there's a problem, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll raise hell. Um, and then Dobu picks up the other, uh, the other, the real money. And then Daimon pulls over Yano and Sekiguchi and lets Imai go.
2: So everything is going according Everything to is going according so to far. plan
1: so far. You, you know, Yano discovers that the, the well, for
2: Dobu, not yeah, for Dobu. No.
1: Yeah, Yano discovers that everything's fake. Big Daimon um is working with Dobu. Um he, so he
2: so he pulls he pulls Yano and Red tracks it yeah. into his car uh and Dobu steals yeah, off... steals with, the van. With the van with the last bit of money meets Orokawa in this parking lot yeah. to kind of consolidate the loot and um tanaka is there
1: uh
2: right so before yes Odokawa yeah, had so, placed
1: the gps tracker in the van containing most of the money
2: yeah b- b- before dobu went off to do his um yeah. snatch of the last 100,000 and so by so by the time he gets when he gets back and they're just about to um split uh tanaka pulls up having having tracked his little gps or no they 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 drive and tanaka's already there uh waiting for them with the gun
1: yeah uh yeah tanaka's already there because he's he'd followed the gps there and then and then otaka was like oh shit i want i well this guy's wanted wants to kill me and then so dobu's like well he doesn't want to kill me so he gets out of the car because Dobu also because was also like that gun only has six shots in it, and he counts all of the shots. He did full, uh, dirty Harry counts the shots <laughs> that have occurred, and is like, well, he fired, you know, he so, fired two, two at the at cabaret, two at the cabaret, you know, one in your car, one at your house, you know, you know, one on the sh- during the chase, yeah. and then one at my leg, my
2: thigh. Yeah. You
1: know, um, so that's that's all of his bullets. He's out of bullets. Um and so then he's no longer scared interacting with Tanaka. And then Tanaka is like, I've
2: realized that murder is not the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, he's, like, yeah. he's like he's like he's like I'm unlike unlike my games, I I, I have not been able I-, I no longer have the motivation for murder.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've got I've grown bored of murder. All I want is an apology. Uh and then Otokawa is like I have no idea what you're talking about. I have, I, I, what are you, who are you? Why do you want an apology from me? And then then Tanaka explains the entire situation. (laughs) And Orokawa is like, that is the most insane thing I've ever heard. However, (laughs) it was unbecoming of me as a taxi driver to almost run somebody over. I was in too much of a hurry and I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) He bows. And what falls out of his pocket is a unique Donraku eraser, the very same uh, that Tanaka lost a hundred thousand yen 16 over years sixteen ago. years ago. This guy is the emperor of grudges. This guy is the champion of, of grudges. I love this guy.
2: <laughs> and so, and so, Urukawa has it because uh, Shirakawa. Gave it to him. And Dobu gave it to her. Yeah. And Dobu is Ditch 11. Yeah, so there's this whole
0: thing where
1: it's like... Where where Tanaka's
2: like, does the name
1: Ditch 11 mean anything to you? And then they're both like, no. And then uh, Tanaka exp- explains that he was scammed out of 100,000 he had 16 years ago on an eraser. And, and then it's that eraser. And it's like, do you... Play a game called Zolden, and then uh, <laughs> Dobu's like no, and then it's like and Dobu was like oh yeah the game, like I've never played it but I've heard of it, uh, and then Tanaka is like I just want to see if it's installed on your phone, and then <laughs> Dobu is like no it's not installed on my phone I'm not telling you and then Tanaka, oh, God what uh, what, so what what he- what is the the final straw. So,
2: for some reason, for some reason, he shows his phone to Otokawa and is like, look, here's the leaderboard with ditch 11. And, uh, in, oh, like, right, also right, right, in episode, yes. also in episode eight, uh, Goriki had been theorizing about, uh, Otokawa's uncanny ability to kind of recognize people. And he thinks, he's like, it's some, it, he thinks it's some sort of synesthesia where he associates certain, like, unrelated aspects um unrelated kind of sensory um stimuli to in order to kind of like uh reliably pick people out because he shows Otokawa a picture of uh Kakehana uh from the back and he's like, Do you know who this is? And Otokawa's like, Yeah, no shit, it's Kakehana. But no one else that he shows, none of the other like Crew that he shows it to the the lady who runs the um, bar and like Shirakawa, none of them recognize it. And he's like, "How? What? What is it about Otakawa that lets him kind of recognize um, people like this?" And uh, we figure out we figure out why. But the icon, yes, it's a in silhouette Zuden for ditch eleven is a silhouette of Dobu Dobu. And and Oda like oh yeah that's Dobu yeah that's obviously <laughs> Dobu yeah and then and, and
1: then Tanaka he gets so angry and shoots Dobu in the stomach and then immediately is like oh uh, oh oh no oh no yeah. <laughs> I've just Turns shot out someone there was
2: one bullet left and then still. he screams
1: he shrieks and drops the gun and sprints off as fast as he possibly can. Uh, and then Dobu is like, you need to call a doctor. I know, an, I know an unlicensed doctor that you could take me to. And then, Otakala, it becomes very clear that Otakala is like, I'm not helping you, man. You should, somebody's probably, somebody heard a gunshot, somebody's probably calling an ambulance. Uh, I'm leaving. <laughs> um, and so then he puts, he puts the keys to the van with the money in it, under the van, and then calls Imai, and is like, hey, look, uh, I need you to go to this parking lot. There's a van there, the keys are under the van and your money's inside. Uh, and then Yano and Sekiguchi have stolen uh Daimon's, Big Diamond's cop car. Uh and are trying to, and and hunt him down and try to kill and they are like, oh, he's working with Dobu. And so they they get into this high speed taxi chase. Uh, and then uh where where we're like is like dry, and they're, they're they're chasing after him and then Uh, little diamond comes across older diamond and is like i know i i know everything you're 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 a piece (laughs) of shit now we're gonna go and arrest all those other guys uh and including and and big diamond is like that means you're gonna arrest me and little diamond is like yeah because you've been doing evil
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's he's like i won't forgive you but I will forgive you, because you're my brother. But the law won't forgive you, even if I wanted to. <laughs> this um,
1: motherfucker. So yeah, and then in our final episode... Uh, our
2: final episode.
1: Uh, Goriki... Uh, Odakawa is like, you know, they're in this, this super high-speed taxi chase, and he... They, re, they They arrive at the end... Of of the highway, it's still under construction. The road is closed, and he yeah, they, they
2: they're they're in they're, they're in the big chase when Yano and Sekiguchi are chasing Otokawa. They they go off on like a construction zone, and then yeah, they, they of course they reach a bridge with that just ends in the middle of the river.
1: Yeah, and so uh, everybody else stops before the end, but Otokawa drives off the edge, and and in in midair, what we what we learn. Uh, prior to that, I think, uh, is go- Goriki basically is talking to Shirakawa because they're going to go help, uh, Orokawa. And then Goriki tells Shirakawa, like, Orokawa basically, so he, he had talked, Goriki had found, uh, Orokawa's doctor from when he was a kid. Um, yeah. and basically gets the doctor to give him a, um, a memory diary that Odakawa had kept as a child. Um and and he reads it and and Goriki explains to Shirakawa that Orokawa has a mental condition called visual agnosia. Um which is uh it's a real thing. It does not make you see people as animals. Um <laughs> but it's it's it can it Visual Agnosia is a thing where it, it alters how you see the world. It can change your ability to uh it can change it can change your ability to process visual information so what can happen in real life what can happen with this is um your eyes still totally work and they accept information and like parts of your brain that process visual information but aren't like your primary sight center can still do stuff with it but uh you can't see anything like you don't re- report a conscious experience of seeing anything. Um but like if, you know, somebody like throws a ball at you or something like that, like you can still catch it reflexively. Um yeah. you know, that's the kind of thing that happens with visual agnosia. It's a very weird kind of blindness. Um but Oda College visual agnosia is causes him to see people as animals, uh as as so,
2: anthropomorphic yeah. animals. This entire time. This
1: entire time. Everybody's entire been a real show. person.
2: Uh, and it's simply been Otakawa's traumatized... It's like, of- the
1: thing is, is like I feel like describing the twist like that, and even when I was watching it, I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I, I, I was convinced that it was horse shit from the toilet. Because... But- and like, but like, the thing is, is that like it's set up it so well, and like everything like comes together really well. I'm and like the show is still really enjoyable. I don't think this ruins anything or anything like that. But like describing it out loud or or or, or saying it out loud, it does feel like such a such a and it was all a dream kind of rug pull like bullshit moment. Um, I
2: mean, yeah, like I I definitely see where you're coming from. I like I think. Um it works in the end um but yeah so like um like he never he like Otakawa never kind of like connected with people and so yeah he he but he loved animals and like going to the zoo and thinking about animals and reading about animals and so yeah after the accident when his when his mother killed herself and his his father uh yeah he he started seeing everyone as animals. yeah, and he woke up and he
1: w- and he didn't complain about this or say anything about it to anybody, really, because he was pretty stoked um, <laughs> yeah.
2: he was pretty stoked to have become a walrus, he was like, yeah um, he liked being a walrus he liked he he found it easier to talk to people who looked like animals uh than he than he used to. Uh, have he used to have trouble talking to talk to people especially kind of having eye contact with people yeah and so for him this has been by and large an improvement yes and and so and so that also explains kind of his uncanny ability to recognize people like when he sees kakihana it's also kind of a silhouette you see his his funny little hair flip um which does not have a, a yeah does not have a, a a real life equivalent and Yeah, he can easily
1: uh, recognize people because he sees them as animals and so they're obviously different from each yeah, other. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um yeah, so he he we we learn all of this as as through a, a flashback to this memory diary as Otokawa sinks into the sea. Um right. and then Shirokawa dives into the ocean to save him uh, and
2: saved him through the power of Capoeira. Yeah, which <laughs> she would be
1: dead. Oh, for she sure. would be dead for sure. Because it's established this is happening on Christmas. It is snowing. That water would be death if you got in that water. You would die immediately. <laughs> um, like you would not yeah, be I, able to function up after diving into that water.
2: Yeah, I, I like. I like. I I like how they ramp up the kind of. Unrealistic. No, oh, yeah, I they get here. to this
1: insanity, uh, this level of of just pure nonsense. But yeah, so she she rescues Odokala.
2: Um, she yeah, she kicks open the window, and 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 sw- and swims into the surface. Yeah, and then
1: it turns out that uh, that much much like Ronma one half, uh, all he needed to do to fix his condition was to enter some cold water. Uh, <laughs> and he so yeah so then when he awakens in the ambulance he sees everybody as people and i actually really at first i was mad uh because i like the talking animals um but i think they do a really really good job of converting everybody's character designs into into people designs
2: it is great how you can recognize everyone yeah like they
1: do a really really good job um and it's it's cute to see the the people that everybody are everybody is you're right, you're right right uh but yeah um and so yeah so then uh uh is in the hospital uh and imai shows up and is like hey they they pulled the 100 million yen out of the river i don't know why they did that um and it's <laughs> like hey do you want this waterlogged 100 million yen
2: he just throws it on the bed. Yeah,
1: and Orokawa is like, "Okay, fine, I'll donate it to the foundation for children who became orphans because of traffic accidents," um,
2: <laughs> which, of course, is run by the tapir. Yes, Koroda. Yeah.
1: Uh, and they they finally learns this, and the tapir is like, he, he like, ex- yeah,
2: because when yeah, when Goriki is reading his di- diary, um, little Orokawa mentions a nice tapir who who comes in and... and says that he can move to Tokyo and and kind of live by himself there. And then uh yeah, and so when Odokawa is like, what should I do with this money? I I, I guess I can give it to the foundation, but I don't know who to give it to. And uh yeah, Goriki's like, well it's run by a tapir. Does that ring a bell? <laughs> He's like, ah, ah.
1: Ah uh, yes, that guy. Okay. Uh, so yeah, and then uh yeah, we get like an end credits montage where we find out what happened to everybody, but what we learn at the last moment is that everybody's like, hey, just real quick, one question, what was in your
2: closet the whole time? What the fuck was in your closet? And so
1: Otakawa goes home and we learn that the mysterious individual living in his, in his closet was a cat.
2: Kid. A kid. like A real cat. A real cat.
1: And he looks at it and he goes, Oh thank God, it's an actual cat. Which like <laughs> what I was I was talking earlier about like like the like him not knowing whether he'd done something wrong. And I guess he genuinely yeah, yeah In a sense, yeah. yeah he couldn't yeah. tell uh he couldn't tell if it was a real cat or if it was a person. <laughs> and then he goes, Oh thank God <laughs> I did not accidentally kidnap yeah. anybody.
2: But there is one mystery. We still Haven't figured out.
1: Yes, who killed Yuki?
2: The real Yuki Matsuya.
1: uh and it turns out. So we we get this like lovely closing montage where we get to see all the all the characters.
2: Yeah, Uh, Uh, Ryu was she 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 finally came clean about about her role in the whole thing, and so she's been arrested. She didn't. She didn't
1: come clean. She's been arrested because the police. No, the the uh, the. uh the oh, yeah, the, much the much news much? narration explicitly says that she is denying all of the allegations against oh, her.
2: No, oh, I I assumed she admitted to helping dispose of the body, but denies. No, that she murdered. I'm pretty
1: sure that the the phrasing is that like the police basically figured it out. Oh, okay. And figured them out, and she was denying it, and everybody was denying oh, okay. it. Um, oh,
2: okay,
1: okay. Uh, yeah, uh, everybody goes to jail. <laughs> um... Tanaka uh, quits gacha games for good um, and goes back to work. Uh, and then,
2: yeah, it was it was uh, somehow it was it was younger Daimon at the at the har- at the wharf who shot his really yes. leg, which is where that extra bullet came from.
1: Yes, uh, but yes, and then the final mystery: it turns out that it was Sakura, the fake Yuki. Who killed place, the real the... Yuki, and who is a complete sociopath, just a complete <laughs> fucking maniac who will stop at nothing?
2: Yeah, you thought you thought Rui was an yeah. ambitious motherfucker. Oh baby, Sakura Wanagaki is something else. So yeah, she's on the phone with her mother. Yeah, I think? she's talking to her mom. About about how uh, how she's finally getting ahead, and we see the the flashback of her strangling Yuki, uh, and then uh, how 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 everything has has turned out so well for her, uh, and the only the only wrinkle is is that taxi driver, but who she who who there might be dash cam footage. Um, oh, is that what she's talking no, the, about? Uh, yeah, she's talking about how how because um, I know the, she wanted
1: to find the taxi driver. I just didn't know why.
2: Oh yeah, no, because she 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 was worried that uh, he might um, help eventually put the pieces together that it was her, um, and so but she's like by but by, by a by a fortunate coincidence, I think I figured out who it is, uh, and then. Yeah, it, uh, it cuts to Odokawa, human no Odokawa, in his car, um, and I think he—I forget if he's on the phone or something—but then he gets off. Sakura gets in.
1: No, he wakes up. It's a mirror of the beginning of the show.
2: Oh right, he's sneezing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. She gets in the car. She smiles at him.
1: And okay, you explaining that go, actually makes me like the ending less.
2: That she—that she's that she, that she kills him.
1: I don't. I don't think it's necessary. One, first and foremost, I don't think she could kill him. I, I, I feel like she would have a, a trouble doing that. Uh, <laughs> considering he's substantially larger than her. Uh, why why does Odakawa, the largest character, not simply eat the other nine? Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, like, that notion that, like, she's just going to get into his car and just, like, kill him. And, like, a show that I think has... Vic, the ending is very corny, but I think it suits the tone of the entire thing. And it, like, at the end being like, actually, it's sick and twisted! Like, that actually makes... I like that less.
2: I mean... I think that's stupid. I I don't. I don't. So, like... What about it isn't dumb? Because, like, throughout the show, it's, like, the... There's been, like... A l- so many of the characters are like either like telling stories about themselves or making them out making themselves out to be someone they're not, um, or like trying to be someone they're not, uh, and so like so much of the show is like this kind of disconnect between like who y- who you think you are or who other people think you are and what's what what's really going on, and. Th- like the th- the middle section when everything is ramping up like it's so funny that like Odokawa is like I'm going to bring everyone down uh and like Shir- even Shirakawa is like when did your life get so hard boiled and he like and so like for him to actually succeed in like bringing down these gangsters and like solving these cases uh and getting out clean seems a little inconsistent with like that kind of meta i don't narrative of i the don't th-
1: one I don't think it's a meta narrative, and two, I don't think that it's inconsistent because so much of the show is about those sort of unlikely coincidences and about that sort of like the plot is so right, right. driven driven by that kind of stuff, I think it. It feels, it a... feels very teenaged to demand that it be realistic, you know, to de- well, to demand that it, be, that it be, that, so. like, he doesn't get out clean, you know, because, you know, how could, you know, it, it's so, like, like, to, to demand that level of, like, I don't know, I don't know how to phrase it, but, like, to, to demand that, that kind of, like, unhappiness, or, like, or, like, that sort of, like, twist of the knife at the end feels to me like it undermines literally everything I like about the show.
2: I mean, like I see why I see where you're coming from. but Like, I don't know. Like I think part of like, yeah, the, the, the themes that like, at least I saw in the show and, and, um, like the way it gets kind of more and more unrealistic, um, with the, with the kind of final finale, um, Going to the river, and um, and then with there's also the idea of like the whole the whole seeing animals thing. Like you could look at it as he like Otokawa has kind of retreated into this, this this fantasy with the with the animals, uh, and then like he finally kind of wakes up in a sense, uh, and and sheds that and at the same time like the his 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 sort of thriller role stops being starts being realistic again uh and he and the the real murderer
3: but it's also like so wildly
1: him. unrealistic for the real murderer to be a child not a child but somebody who's you know like 19 and you know 4 foot 6 and who to like get in the car and for there to be some sort of realistic expectation that she would be able to kill him
2: I mean she wouldn't have to do it with her bare hands like there are other ways to kill a person
1: yes there are uh, other ways to kill a person but like if you're okay like what's your strategy you get into the back of a police car with somebody she doesn't have a gun she lives in Japan like
2: she, she could have a knife I don't she, know. Could ha- she could
1: have she could uh, yeah sure she could have a knife but like then then you're in ga- like, she's not like we're not assuming that she's a ninja warrior. She's a psychopath, you know, like <laughs> there's a difference between not caring whether other people die and being willing to k- kill other people and actually having the the necessary skills to actually pull that off. And like, so I do think that it is it does. It's uh, everything that you're saying makes me like it less. Every literally <laughs> well, every sonnery. single thing that you're saying makes me like the end of this show less. Which
2: I mean, if it's any consolation, uh the movie version, he survives uh, his encounter with oh, Sakura. They
1: explain. And
2: it says in in the in the Wikipedia, uh in the end of the movie it included an expanded scene depicting Otakawa's confrontation with Sakura Watagaki, um, who is revealed in the series to have killed and played Matsuya. In the credits, it is shows it is shown that Otakawa survived his encounter with Sakura, and that Sakura was arrested for her crimes.
1: Yeah, that seems more uh, in line with uh, I, the
2: rest of the show. I mean, yeah, like the way I read the show, and like I <laughs> obviously for my take, um, but you, 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 you have uh, that textual support in, fa- in yeah, your have, favor. Yeah, I have. Yeah,
1: I have the. Te- I have textual support in my favor. You have a desire to see a show about a a, a, it's hard to describe because it's not exactly a show about nice people but it's a show about (laughs) losers in it's it's a it's a a show that i i think is ultimately fundamentally hopeful and you you seek you seek to have that obliterated uh and i i just i find that kind of nihilism kind of exhausting um
2: yeah i mean i think I think what attracted me to that reading was, like, the fact that, like, I, like I said, I found, I didn't find the rest of the show as kind of delightful as you did. Yeah. And so... I can see being
1: attracted to a subversive read, or a read that the ending is subverting the rest of the show if you didn't like the rest of the show.
2: I didn't dislike the rest of the show. Uh, I, like, but I didn't like it as much as you did, and, like at least the way I watched the rest of the show and the way I watched the ending layered some new like meanings on, on what had come before that I, in a way that I felt. Yeah. I do
1: think that the, I do think that it is, if you're going to go with that kind of ending, I do think it's cowardly to then back out of it and then be like, actually he lives. Like if you're going to go with, the oh yeah if you're gonna go with the the vague like a- intentionally ambiguous ending don't in the film adaptation go back on it and be like and and, sure. and explain it i think that that's that's worse ultimately i don't think that that the end of the show has that much of an impact on whether or not i enjoyed it because overall i think that the ending twist is a little weak i guess like it's it's the thing is is i don't on paper, I think if you described the ending twist to me without me having seen the show, I would be like, why would anybody like that? That's garbage. Um, but <laughs> it, having yeah, seen it, like, the show in context, I didn't feel ripped off.
2: No. Like, yeah, but uh it it like usually when it's like who is the real murderer when like that when it's when the big reveal is who's the murderer rather than like how do they do that or whatever. Like you want someone who's a bit more kind of involved, uh, and so it, like she does kind of appear as a curveball. Um, the thing the is, end. is that she's
1: she's n- she's not involved, but she's sort of she's always there. She's in uh, most of the episodes. It's like true. she's always in the in the background. She's always a person who's there. It's true.
2: Uh, I suppose. I suppose the question is like, could, could you have? Were there – the, were the clues there?
1: Yes. I like, absolutely think – like, I absolutely think that the clues were there because I think the – like, we see her before – like, I think you – as soon as I – the murder reveal, I went, oh, of course. That's the only uh-huh. – that's the only character who would make sense, you know? Like, nobody else could possibly have done it because nobody well, else has the motive and the and the opportunity, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's – nobody else – like – You know, obviously lots of other people could people can kill each other all the time, but like most people don't kill each other unless they have a good reason. Um, you know, and like she she's the only one who had who had any sort of motive um and like and especially with the stuff around like the sort of like mystery around Odokawa like having dropped another girl off at the place that wasn't the same Mm. girl like with right. that information like i think if you were if you were more astute than i i think that de- you could have definitely <laughs> pieced it together beforehand um you definitely could have pieced together the the uh the like the 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 switch and the fact that there were two of them but like putting all of it together and like the fact that like yeah i think i think from a from a sort of like mystery novel perspective like she's the only character it's less like there's a smoking gun of evidence and it's more like by process of elimination she's the only person who yeah. had a reason to do yeah. it um you know who who hasn't been exonerated by the fact that we've been shown like we you know we were shown that Rui didn't do it you know she's the only other person who really could have done it um but yeah Odd Taxi it's a great show and you should watch it um yeah I'm curious I do want to watch the movie now and see the alternate ending and see if I hate it as much as I hate it on paper Uh, (laughs) um and then I also should probably go back and watch episode eight uh but yeah i i liked i i liked pretty much everything about this show um and even even the quibbles that i have about its ending like can't possibly like undo everything that's great about it you know like every single like how funny it is how well plotted it is how well you know put together how great all the characters are and like how it's a thing that i said about spirited away last time about how like the the it it has this sort of immense like consuming love for all of its characters even the ones who are jerks you know (laughs) like it 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 has this sort of like deep unconditional love for a character like dobu even though he's an asshole like he's a he's a total scumbag and he's a loser and he's he's just a jerk but like it still like cares about him and 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 like and it's so like i I recently uh, I recently played racing Lagoon um uh, which is a game that's really really good um but it has a genuinely awful twist at the very end um oh, yeah. which has a a very it, it's not awful in the sense that it's like problematic or anything like that it's just super hacky um oh, no. you know like it's it's just like it's it's the the most like how do you give like I, i'll i mean I'll, I'll say what it is because it you will I, I won't say who the character is but the character who is revealed to be the main like not the main bad guy but a main bad guy is had is humanized by giving her a a hatred of street racers that she developed by because her parents were killed in a street racing accident like oh it's God. the most it's the hackiest shit That's ever that's ever happened. And it's amazing to see, you know, to turn to this and like see characters who are villainous, who feel like they have real motivations for their Mm. their bad actions that aren't just like these stupid contrived ones where it's like, well, we can't just make a person who's evil. (laughs) Um, You know, so like that's uh, what you know, we'll, we'll give them this thing where it's like everybody who's doing this is doing is is it has this understanding of like how people get pulled into these kinds of situations and how they find it difficult to escape. Like, God, one thing that we didn't talk about is there's a scene, there's an amazing scene where Odokawa is talking to Godiki uh, and Odokawa and Goriki talks about like, is talking about Shirokawa, and he's like, Oh, well, you know, she, she was involved with this guy, but she must've had so many chances to get out and she chose not to. It's her own weakness that got her stuck in the situation. <laughs> and Odokawa is like, fuck you. Like, Otakawa is basically like, no, absolutely not. Like, she, and he he says exactly the right thing, which is like, you know, she's trapped in a corner and like in a situation where like obeying Dobu's orders became her strategy for survival. And like, you know, imagine how scared you would have to be if you find you would have you would be in that same situation. Like, and like seeing that level of like emotional maturity from, an anime is (laughs) really really rare uh and it made me really really happy um you know because like and, and that's really all of all of this show is that like there are characters who do shitty things and they do them and they aren't exonerated for doing those shitty things they aren't like given a free pass but they're also like you understand realistically how they got to that situation and that's yeah. yeah it's great it's really really good um and and i i was really surprised by the show because I, I didn't go into it with very high expectations because it's an anime from you know last year you know two years ago um and like i you know a lot of people were saying good things about it but the people who were saying good things about it are the kind of people who watch currently airing anime which means that they have terrible taste. <laughs> Um, you know, so like I, I was, I was very, very pleasantly surprised by how good this show is. Um, uh, Nine Delights.
2: Nine Delights. God,
1: we've been, I've been in this closet for so long. Um. <laughs> walking
2: around. Ma-
1: five out of five. Did you say five out of five? Five out of five. Yeah, that's definitely, yeah, there's a lot of walking around, a lot of driving around, a lot of proverbial and literal Walking around for
2: real, moving.
1: Uh, what is number two? Fellowship. Fellowship is. I. That's a five out of five, man. Like this is a show. This is a show about relationships and connection and friendships and and people in a way. Yeah, that's just it's just amazing. Deliciousness. There's some pretty tasty food in this show. Um. There's a bit. There's not a ton. There's not a ton, but there is some. I would give it maybe a three out of five.
2: Yeah, that works.
1: Uh, transcendence. Uh I think that this it's not a five out of five, but it it definitely transcended my expectations for it, and I think it transcends a certain degree of like its its sort of genre and its its the boxes that one might be tempted to put it in based on mm-hmm. its characteristics.
2: Do the characters experience transcendence? Otokawa does. does.
1: Yeah. I, I I'm comfortable giving it a four out of five.
2: That's fine with me. Do, you things, do you think things. is a five. five yeah, right? the
1: show is v- incredibly funny. I was sh- just shrieking and howling with laughter during every episode. I was. It's so funny. Um, amelioration, uh, five out of.
2: D- yeah, well, it depends on who's reading. Yes.
1: Yeah, if, if your reading, it's a negative five out of five, and my reading, it's a five out of five. Um, coitus not not
2: applicable. <laughs> Uh well let's there see. okay no,
1: no 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 wait a minute wait a minute uh fucking hippo guy
2: Uh hippo guy he does gets he laid. does
1: get laid the only fucking character in this entire show who gets laid canonically
2: incredible <laughs> uh incredible stuff uh okay that's a one out of five <laughs>
1: um enthrallment I was enthralled I was enthralled the whole time. Uh, I was
2: I, w- I was often enthralled. Uh, not a hundred. Not a hundred percent.
1: Would you Would you give it a four out of five? Then.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Five, I yeah.
1: I would give it a five out of five, but you know we're a democracy here. <laughs> what's your What's your wild card?
2: Um, my wild card is meerkats. So, um, uh, what's how do you represent like a either zero or two
1: uh either a <laughs> Cause zero cause
2: or a two depending on depending on on what the daimon brothers turn out to be <laughs> so so it so it averages out to a one yeah a
1: one meerkats, meerkats are one out of five meerkats are a one out of five and then uh what's mine gonna be uh mine is actually gonna be i'm gonna be mine is gonna be style and i'm gonna give it a four out of five because something that i i did i've talked about this briefly but uh i will reiterate that this show this show looks really really good a lot some of the outside scenes of like the car stuff looks kind of funky because the cars yeah. are 3d yeah. models um yeah. but by but and large
2: better, far better than most oh yeah um
1: and and everything kind of. else just looks really really great. It's so effectively stylized and like even just the fact that the characters are talking animals is kind of rare <laughs> for modern anime and they pull it off really really great. All the character designs are super good. You know, I really like a lot of the backgrounds that they draw. They draw really good skies um mm. and stuff and then also on top of that not just like the visual style but the the music i i talked about like the music is so so good there's a lot of really great like weird breakbeat stuff and then like weird a lot of like hip-hop influence stuff the opening theme is so good the opening theme is such a bop
2: i, I actually wasn't a fan of the opening theme. oh really uh, yeah i don't know i really i really um... like
1: it um yeah i like i like both the opening and ending themes but yeah all of the music everything about this it's so it's such a stylish show uh, and it's so nice to see one of those made these days that was not directed by Masaki Yuasa. Uh The only guy <laughs> left who remembers some, what some, style yeah. it is.
2: Someone else, someone else is. doing.
1: Someone it. else has figured out that you can draw anime in more than one way. Uh, <laughs> Alex, do you have a book to recommend?
2: I do. Uh, so talking about how, yeah, how, how initially we were wondering, like, whether Otakawa like knew even what he was up to, or what, uh, or if he was like an unreliable sort of an unreliable narrator in a sense, um, those sort of lines of thought uh, reminded me of uh, *The Little Stranger* by Sarah Waters. Uh, it's funny that this is the first Sarah Waters novel I've recommended. Uh, all, all of her stuff is fantastic, um, but this is the only one that's not gay. So, how ironic that it's the first one I recommend on this show. it's uh, It's set in post-war England. Uh, so it begins with the main character. He's this boy who was um whose mother was a maid at um this mansion um in the country. Uh, and he has, he has a very kind of vivid formative memory or formative experience that he, that we, we are treated to in the memory of visiting this house and being kind of overawed by the, the gl- luxury and the, the wealth and the glamour. And so fl- flash forward to post-war, he has returned to this town as a, as, as a doctor. Uh, and he meets the family, the, the family that owns the house, but well, they still own the house, but the, the. I guess the new generation of the family. Um, and he kind of develops a friendship with them, um, and a, a romance with, with the daughter, but strange things are happening at the house and it seems to be haunted. And one by one, kind of the members of the house, uh, die uh, by mysterious circumstances and, um, I won't reveal kind of how, what, what the, what the, what the the big reveal at the end, but it's a, um, it's really interesting because it, it, it kind of looks both at kind of class and, um, kind of masculinity and notions of possession and, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of, Resentment, and it's yeah, it's 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 really excellent. But um, so that's *The Little Stranger* by Sarah Waters. All right.
1: Uh, so last I think last month, no, last month I did recommend something. With a month previous, I did not recommend anything, and I haven't been reading as much lately. And what I have been reading, I've actually uh been reading uh some of the things that you have previously recommended. Uh, which means that I don't have much to recommend. And because I don't read a lot lately, uh, I'm going to instead, I'm going to relinquish the, 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 the book, the bookmaster title to you. And I will instead, uh, recommend an album. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to recommend I Didn't Mean to Haunt You by Quadica, which is a, uh, it's sort of, uh, That it's a very like SoundCloud y kind of rap emo fusion kind of stuff. It if I were to compare it to anybody else recently, it would probably be to Jane Remover, who I'm a big fan of. Uh it's not as adventurous as Jane's stuff in terms of the genre fusions and stuff like that, but it definitely has that same sort of genre-less quality where it everything you know the the shoegaze and the indie rock and the emo stuff is on the same footing as a lot of the electronic music and and hip-hop influences and it all sort of blends together really really nicely uh yeah i really enjoyed the that record um it's a it's a totally enjoyable listen and uh so yeah i would recommend i didn't mean to haunt you by quadica
2: um which which books of mine have you been reading i was reading station 11 oh uh-huh. That's a pretty good one. Wait, when did I recommend that? I
1: like I don't know. You definitely have recommended it. Yeah, um, but it was probably like a year ago or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, so Alex, what are we watching next month?
2: Next month we are going to watch Paranoia Agent, directed by Satoshi Kon, produced by I know not who. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm looking it up. Madhouse. Uh... Madhouse. I probably could have guessed that, uh, but yes, I'm excited about this. This is the one cone thing I haven't seen.
2: Uh, I've have not seen it either. Yeah,
1: you have now seen all the cone that I have seen.
2: Oh, uh-huh.
1: yes, because we've watched we watched Perfect Blue, we watched Millennium Actress, we watched Tokyo Godfathers, and we watched Paprika. So we've seen all of his feature films. Ah. Uh-huh. So now, now we're on the same footing, and we will be going into Paranoia Agent. I'm very interested in this because, like, oh Cone has made two of my absolute favorite movies of all time, and two movies that I think are kind of, kind of ass. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see if Paranoia Agent is good.
2: Yeah, it, it, it seems like yeah, it's going to be. It was produced in 2000. 2000- probably going to be one of the other. Yeah, it's
1: either it's either the the it's either going to be very good or kind of ass.
2: Let's see. Get your bets in now as to what we will think. All right. Yes.
1: Uh, Alex, where can people find you on the internet?
2: I am online. um, On the Fediverse. It's not just Mastodon, after all. Uh, Catalina at selfie.army is my uh, username. That's selfie with a Y. I'm also on co-host. Uh, cohost.org slash Catalina and I stream at trash. How about
1: you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at prophet goddess while Twitter still breathes. Uh, you can find me on mastodon at prophet underscore goddess at skeleton dot cool. You can find me on cohost at prophet dash goddess uh, and I also stream at trash cloud. You can buy video games from me at prophet goddess dot No underscore. Uh, and then you can find the show on Twitter at Animated for Jerks. You can find the show on Mastodon at Animated for Jerks at Skeleton.cool. You can find the show on Co-host at Animated for Jerks. Uh, and you can email us at Animated for Jerks at gmail.com. Send us in your thoughts about this show, about what we're going to be watching next month, about what we, anything we've watched in the past, and you want us to watch in the future. Anything you think about anything, we'll probably read it because much like. <laughs> homo sapiens, we're desperate for content and we'll we
2: <laughs> We're definitely lose his bracket.
1: Which one of us is uh, is uh, Baba and which one of us is uh, the other guy?
2: I'm I'm probably Baba.
1: <laughs> you might be Baba. Does that mean that you're gonna abandon this podcast in order to go film a daytime television show? Probably you are probably Baba because I'm definitely the other guy because I'm very grumpy all the time about how everybody else's shit sucks, and I'm the only one who knows how to do anything right.
2: And I, 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 I'm not very ambitious. Yeah.
1: Uh. Anyway, good luck when you get uh, drafted. When they finally, when they finally kick Travis McElroy off of my brother, my brother, and me, you'll be drafted in as the new, as the new brother. Uh, and I'll be left alone to do this podcast by myself. <laughs>
0: You, it's okay you'll find a high school. <laughs>
1: I'll find the one high schooler Who keeps writing his hate mail
2: <laughs> Oh jeez You could be that high schooler Yeah if you're
1: in high school get, and get, you have get, strong get. opinions About how we suck write us an email Get in now. And maybe you can be the new co-host when Alex Becomes the new my brother my brother And me <laughs> uh, Anyway Remember there is nothing that's important it.